Good morning, Patriots. And it's Saturday, August 5th in the year 2023. And we have our prayer Saturday now. We'll see how many people actually show up today. This is, uh, it makes it more clear in the morning. And I think we're going to get a better prayer group out of it when we get more refreshed and focused. This is going to be a lot of prayer requests today, a lot of them. So buckle up and be ready. We'll see you. Um, We'll see where all this goes, but we definitely have the faithful few in here today, so this is good. All right. One thing before we get going, just real quick, um, we want to make sure that everyone's getting a good night's sleep, and of course, my favorite product these days is MyPillow 2.0. Looks like you've been sleeping well. Megan, he's back. The my pillow guy. And you're looking good. I'm still feeling good. Well, just when you thought it couldn't get any better, we've got the best pillow ever. My pillow 2.0. When I invented my pillow, it had everything you'd ever want in a pillow. Well, now there's new technology that makes it even better. My pillow 2.0 has my patented fill combined with a cooling fabric with temperature regulating thread. My pillow 2.0 is truly the next generation of my pillow. The best sleep just got even better. Whether you have a MyPillow or not, you need to get the brand new MyPillow 2.0. Call or go to MyPillow.com now. Use your promo code, and for a limited time when you buy one, you'll get a second one absolutely free. You're sleeping even better. And cooler, too. And you're looking good. Feeling good. I knew you would. Visit MyPillow.com. Yeah, I sleep on one every night. They're awesome. They make a difference. They may actually be comfortable enough you don't want to get out of bed. So that's one dangerous downside. But anyway, check it out. MyPillow.com forward slash Bards. Promo code Bards. These are great, great pillows. You'll enjoy them. And it's worth upgrading. I'll tell you, if you already have the MyPillow 1.0, yeah, it's time to get a 2.0. Time to get the Ferrari of the pillows. It's awesome. And one other thing, Patriots, just remember that when we're dealing with psychopaths, that you want to do everything you can to keep yourself protected. And one of those ways is to ensure that you have protection from EMPs. These people, the more that we go through this, we realize how sick these people are. And so do yourself a favor and head on over to EMPShield.com, EMPShield.com. You'll find an amazing selection of products specifically designed to protect your home, your your RVs, your ATVs, your vehicles, your ham radio stations, your solar array, even your, your fixed generators from EMP or some sort of electromagnetic surge. That includes EMP levels 0, 1, 2, and 3, as well as lightning strikes and solar flares. And by the way, there's two more solar flares incoming, so who knows these days what's going on. So check it out. Head on over to EMPShield.com. Use your promo code BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, and you'll get $50 off per unit plus free shipping. And then right now, in addition to that, there's a site-wide 10% off on everything. So check it out. It's a, so it's a double savings. Great way to pick these products up. I have one, and I've said this many times. We have it on our vehicles, ATVs, home, the whole thing. And they're just a, a great insurance policy for the unknown. It's just You just never know what we're dealing with. So hang on, head on over there, empshield.com forward slash bards. Ah, no, you don't do forward slash bards. I don't know. I just I'm going to have my head in my pillow. Head on over to emp.com. 
mpshield.com. And uh, use your promo code BARDS and get $50 off. I'll tell you, I think I need to sip my coffee more. It's crazy. It's a Saturday morning, and we're about ready to wage some prayer warfare here in a minute. Okay, so give me a second to get a sip of my coffee. Ah, by the way, I came up with this new way of doing an Americana, Americano. It works so well. I put in a, a double shot, and then I cycle it three times, and it makes like the perfect Americano. It's great. Yeah. So if you have an espresso machine, you know what I'm talking about. That's that's a good deal. All right, beautiful day outside. I hope you're all ready. Let's buckle up. we got some work to do. Father God, I just want to begin this day and just thank you for all that you do for us in this amazing world in which we live. And as crazy as this world is, Lord, we know that we're here in this time and this place for such a time as this. And it's a very humbling thought, Father, as we, we sit in this time and we are given the ability and right and authorities to pray in and to declare healing, to spread the gospel of Jesus Christ, to cast out demons, raise the dead, and even do greater works. So Father, today, as we begin this prayer, we just ask for a blessing on all of those hearts that are here to have that encouragement and strength to understand that we do have the authorities and we are declaring these authorities today to bring about the miracle God, you, Father, through us into this world to produce some incredible Reminders of ourselves that healing begins with you, not with a hospital. Healing begins with you, not with institutions of this corrupt system, and that through you all things are possible. So, Father, guide us in this morning. Awaken our hearts. We just pray as we pray into others that these miracles of healing will touch them, and we will once again spread that power of the gospel of Jesus Christ through the many aspects that that represents including restoration and healing. Father, just as a beginning as well, we just want to open this prayer, this prayer Saturday, with a prayer for our children. And that's a collective children of the world. This is still such a difficult time, and so much emphasis is, is being placed on everything else but the children. And when we really sit back and are objective about the situation, the self-consumptive nature of our modern cultures, including the self-consumptive focus on everything that the media places before us, whether it's wars in Ukraine, dumping money and siphoning money through for people's embezzlement of our taxpayer dollars, or even the political circus that goes on, we just don't place much emphasis on the children. We want to deny that and act as if it's not real. Father, we pray for mercy for this nation, and we pray for an awakening of hearts, and we declare an awakening of hearts greater than even the, what has begun with Sound of Freedom. And now this is time truly to rip open the truth and to peel off the Band-Aid, and it protects people from the truth and let them see the horrors of what's going on to start awakening this world and uniting them. And sadly, Father, I think that's part of the problem is that there's a fear on the political spectrum that when people truly understand the magnitude of the horrors that have been done to children in this world, that they will have no control politically, which is true, because the people will unite. So, Father, with the reason and calm that comes through the Holy Spirit and the wisdom that you provide, 
We do pray that upon this nation and upon this world, that with clear eyes, that there will be no more hiding, that the truth of the child's situation will become impossible to avoid, and that the realities of the horrors of what they're doing to children, be it psychological, physical, sexual, any of these things, to realize that these people in power seek to do only one thing, control and destroy the children. Forgive us for being blind. Forgive us the world for being blind. But Father, in the, in the authorities given to us, we declare a shaking of such a grand nature that no more, well beyond, like we already said, the, the movie of Sound of Freedom, that no more can people turn away. And that now this becomes the uniting point for humanity to stand up and throw off these forms of government that have decided to use children as the prey. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. All right, patriots, let's begin. And by the way, just so I say it, thank you all for being here. This is, uh, this is always just a very, very special moment to do these prayers together. So let us pray together. So we begin. Prayer requests for, my, for our sister Robin, recovering right now. She is meeting with her daughter shortly and asked for prayer for her daughter, Kira, twice jabbed and leaving in a couple of hours for her, grand, uh, her, for her grad program. Robin has asked this for her to waken and be fully aware and alive in her faith, protected and cleared from the poison, and that their conversation be God-led and bear fruit. It's from Jay Wu. So, Father, this is once again these one of these difficult places where bad decisions have led to a potential deadly outcomes. And Father, we just begin today with a prayer for Robin and her her twice jabbed daughter Kira, and truly pray that that is this conversation will bear fruit. That the conversations that Robin has with her daughter will be like the seeds sown. And whether it's seen sown on a rocky slope or on a, on a dry, hard ground or one of fertile soil, that either way, these will be seeds truly of enduring nature, seeds that are powerful in the, in the sense that they are seeds blessed by the Holy Spirit. And no matter what medium they're placed upon, they will sprout deep roots. And these deep roots will awaken the heart to the love in Christ. And as the this begins, there will also be a blessing of healing and cleansing that flows over Robin's daughter, Kira. And the, between the two of them, that this moment in time will be one to greatly enhance their relationship, to bring them solidly on a footing of faith that they share with eyes on Christ, and the greater love between them will exist in a way that has never before imagined. And Father, we do also do pray for a hedge of protection around Kira, the daughter, so that she may be protected from the outcomes of these jabs and that may the Holy Spirit flush through her to fill the voids left by the evil that is being flushed from her, to fill her body truly with love and her heart with love in a way that's undeniably that of something she either denies, as in you, or in, undeniably because she has an understanding of this coming from Jesus. Let these moments be present in such a magnificent way that the healing begins and great things come from this. Great fruits come from this, Father, in Christ Jesus' name. Prayer request. First, first off, thank you, Scott, for having bended knee on Saturday morning. It's a huge blessing for us seven 
to fibers embracing the suck Monday through Friday. Ooh, that's good. I like that. Well, all right, that's one vote for Friday, for Saturday morning. We're stay, we're keeping it right there. There you go. Okay. Um, I want to lift up my my dad and all the families out there. As I share the same sorrow as the majority of the, this family, Bard's Nation, I want to lift up my dad and the other 90% of my family and other families that have been jabbed and boosted and the division it's caused. I pray, Father God, that they see that they may see what we come come from a place of love and to care for them, that their hearts and ears may be opened, the walls and barricades be torn down between us, and that a conversation might be had. I pray, Lord, that they see our love, your love, Lord. Through us, I rebuke the toxin in the name of our Savior Jesus. May the weapon be rendered inert, Lord. Turn into the nourishment of our bodies. Let it have let it have the opposite effect as it was designed and bring your light into them. Let it open their eyes to your glory. Lord, I ask these families to be restored in your love, glory, and wisdom. Finally, Lord Jesus, take all the resources, energy, and efforts of these evil principalities and turn it against them. Let them let chemtrails become fertilizer for the soil. Purify the water and the air that is that, and it might benefit your children, not harm them. In Jesus' precious and holy name, I ask and pray. Amen. Thank you, Scott. Thank you, my beautiful Bards family. God bless us all. Jay Wu. That's a nice prayer. I love prayers like that. And I love them because we're literally taking the authority and taking what the enemy is declaring and trying to use against us and converting it to good. And I think what's important about that prayer request, and we're going to continue with it, is understanding that there's a great example of winning with love. Now, as I'm reading this prayer, I'm reminded of Romans 1, 18 to 32. And uh, without reading the whole thing, I think you'll remember that this is where we God let them to their own ways. And this is where God turned them off when the, the, the people off that were walking away from him, that they knew, even though they knew who he was, they chose to worship the creature rather than the creator. And sadly, that's a lot of where our society is. So I, I'm going to encourage today that as we pray into this, that we are actually praying for something very unusual, that even though this has been laid out in Scripture, let us, let us petition heaven today in these cases. And this seems very, very apropos. Let us petition heaven that as God's children, the remnant here, are praying for healing, let us make a petition to heaven that even though God may have cast them off under their own ways, that now let our love and our forgiveness be greater than a punishment that may be put upon them. So, Father God, we just pray for you today to hear our prayers, and we bring this truly before you in the courts of heaven. We know that there are many people who have turned away from you, and whether or not it has actually flowed out to be a situation as in, as described in Romans 1, 18 to 32, a situation where truly you have let them be to their own ways, those who worship the creature rather than the creator. Father God, it appears that way in our world. And so we're making a petition here to get today, Father, a petition of forgiveness of our hearts 
that we can see a magnificent and incredible healing affect those that took the jab. Father, we know that this has led to some very divisive and hateful relationships within family, divided families. Families still don't want to talk. And it even, as you know, exists within my own family. And it's, it's as if a wall has been placed up. And as we look at this world, Father, our hearts, we see that that's something that ultimately you have allowed. And this is not us saying, Father, that's wrong. It's us saying, Father, hear our hearts today, that we're praying in for the forgiveness of them. We're taking that upon us. We're bearing that cross to ask for forgiveness for those that took the shot. Whether Whatever their intention was, whether it was because they were obsessed with trying to rely on the corporations, whether it was because they were wrapped in fear or in anxiety, whether it was because of their inoculated hatred for the institutions of President Trump that somehow they were convinced that this was going to be a good thing. Whatever their motives were, Father, we are praying today that as we come before you that what that shot has done to them is now now to be cleansed. And we're praying for a mass, powerful cleansing of the hearts and of the bodies of those that took the shot And with this, an understanding of choice, a choice, something there, Father, that they can simply look at and realize that there is a road in which they can choose to follow, two, in fact, the wide gate or the narrow gate, and to truly allow them to hear the words of the family members. And most importantly, Father, just truth, a powerful blessing of truth that comes across the hearts that people aren't afraid to just acknowledge that they they made a mistake, that they were wrong. And that sort of strength to come back through, it's like a wave of strength that we're praying for to sweep across this nation and across this world where people who took the jab can humble themselves before you, admit that they were wrong, that they made a mistake, that they were misled, whatever the reasons, and be honest in their heart to now once again restore a healing in the families and their relationships to begin to have dialogues to heal in a greater way, the great to heal in the spirit. And so, Father, to continue with this prayer, we, we're really we're we are now declaring a massive, powerful change, an impact upon anything evil, that that which it uses for evil, we will now see it through your hand as good. The chemtrails that they spray in the air, whatever they are, they become inert, they fertilize the soil, and they restore the bodies as people breathe it in. All of these jabs that are put in, that whatever was in the body, it's flushed out. Anything that's in the water becomes inert, and the water is restored to the living water of that of Jesus. And that now we see a powerful wave running across this country. The hardest part about this prayer, Father, right here, and it's the lurking voice that we all hear, is, yes, but what about accountability? Father, the challenge that I have today for all of us is to come to you with an open heart of forgiveness, a loving and forgiving heart, to trust in you for judgment and for justice, and to let go of the divisions that have been installed upon us to where we can no longer see our friends, our neighbors, our family members 
for what they are, but rather we see them only through the lens of someone who made a wrong decision. Let us remember that we all have made wrong decisions. And let us take this moment to grow greater and deeper in the Holy Spirit, to truly let go of our, these, these things that are hanging around us, those chads, those albatrosses that are holding us back, and instead lean in mightily to the kingdom and say, Father, and for all those in agreement, Father, I forgive. And Father, with a forgiving heart, allow this nation, this world to be healed. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. I don't care who you are. We all know very well that when we talk about the jab, every one of us, and I'm right up there on top of the list, is the first thing that comes to my mind is accountability. And I'll be honest, I, that's, not, that's not our role sometimes. We can ask for it, but I'm just speaking for myself. It's really coming, becoming increasingly clear that we can overcome this when we forgive but put our eyes on the true evil of this world, which is where we need to have it. There's so many victims of this jab, it just, oh, it hurts me. Prayer request for my nephew and his community in Colorado. This is from my sister-in-law. Prayers needed for the residents of Gunnison County, Colorado, where our son Greg lives. They are battling a low-line fire. The Gunnison area treats each other as family. Their water supply has been mainly used to help other states. Now they need help. Please Keep them in your prayers. Flight works, Mary. Well, Father God, we declare a hedge of protection around Gunnison County. And we just pray for the powerful flooding down of the Holy Spirit that will just quench these fires, put them out, and raise up this community in a mighty way. That as they have stood with one another now and helped others, now those others will come to them in sevenfold. Father, we pray that right now that all things in this county will be protected. And that anywhere the fire has touched, it will only be seed for a beautiful restoration of a, of a forest, of the, of the land, of the grass, of the soil. And so, Father, we pray now more than ever that this hedge of protection is, sits there mightily with the, with the line of, of the blood of Jesus around that to protect and enhance the love in that, protect this community, enhance the love in this community, and watch these fires diminish. And with that, Father, we, we pray for rain. May there be a mighty shower from heaven to flood out these areas, to restore the needs of the water. And may there be so much rain that they even say, Father, that's enough rain. But let them have that moment of reminding them of the glory of heaven when you, that the resources are unlimited. And let the rain fall, Father, upon Gunnison County to flood out the fires, to, to, to cleanse the land, to bless the land with the resources of water that they need. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. I'm asking for prayers for my neighbor, Shara. She's worried she may be having a miscarriage again. She's just over a month pregnant. Update, she is doing good this morning, Charlotte. Well, Father, we want to pray over Shara today. And the key words here, a miscarriage again, that leaves a very, it says to a lot to us as a mother. Number one, her, her fear of having one again talks about a mother that you brought into this world that is wanting a child, and she's afraid that she may lose it again. That's a beautiful mother's instinct. So Jesus, we're just asking you to comfort her now, to be present, 
and our prayers, we're declaring a miraculously powerful, beautiful, easy, painless carry and pregnancy and all the way to a full-term birth for Shara. And our blessings and, our, and that we declare on the authorities given to us by Jesus himself, we pray that with just around her to, to fill her and to comfort her to know that Jesus, you're there. And Father, we're just asking for the for angels to stand there and be with Shara, to comfort her and to assuage those fears, to Jesus, just to touch her and to give her the knowledge and, and comfort of knowing that you are with her, that she will be okay. And though this might be a couple moments along this birth, we know equally that the enemy wants to fuel that fear. The enemy does this all the time. So for Shara, we have a we're placing a wall of a hedge of protection around Shara, a powerful one, and the blood of Christ seals that hedge of protection. And demons, you are now any activity you are giving to whisper these things in her ears, those rights are broken. You are rebuked. This is a child of God and a mother of heaven. And so, Father, we just pray that and declare a beautiful and full-term carry and to assuage the fears so that there's just the warmth of the of Christ that fills her and the Holy Spirit engulfs her and that this baby is blessed. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Prayer request. I watched my friend manifest several times. He would question me on my my peace and joy, and I didn't hold back as a, as a Jesus follower. His manifestations be, became more frequent rude and his body would become larger. He's over six feet to begin with. I was never frightened because I'm protected under the blood of Jesus. The demons would become more agitated when I smiled and laughed. He no longer calls me a friend, so Satan rewards him with new shiny objects to keep him happy. He's unaware. All this to ask not just prayers for him, but all the victims of child rape, young and old, to see the remnant of a severely damaged man is heartbreaking. When Satan goes after the children, besides grieving, our father is also, our father also derails the calling father had on their lives. When Satan goes, that's not right. When Satan goes after the child, besides grieving, it also derails the calling father has on our lives. It was also put on my heart by Father to war for the men, warriors in our nation, believers or not. Satan has attacked men because they are the glue and strength of the Christian life. So Bard's nation war in prayer for the victims of child rape and torture, but also for our men in this nation and around the world. Let's raise the dead in Jesus' mighty name. Blessings, Carol. Well, Father, we know very well that the demonic is constantly looking for ways in. And unfortunately, when we have trauma, there is a wound, a wound that the enemy can see and to feed on and worse, even enter through, that the armor that we have been given to wear becomes weakened and that the weeping of the wound becomes food and even attraction for an enemy that's a parasitic attack to draw us down and ultimately lead us astray. Father, for Carol's friend, we pray for him, and we're praying a powerful hedge of protection around him. He obviously is dealing with some severe issues, 
and a powerful demon. But let Carol's friend not see one who laughs in the face of enemy. Let her let them see the heart of compassion of Jesus through Carol. And so, Carol, while I speak this to you, while it's it's strengthening to be able to smile in the face of enemy or laugh at the face of the enemy, remember that you're also speaking to your friend. And this is a person calling out for help. And so while it may be a demonstration of your strength in Jesus to stand in front of a demon that is manifest to this level, your friend is still witnessing what's happening there. The demon isn't just the demon. The demon is running in parallel with your friend. So enter the space with a passionate and compassionate heart and the strength of Jesus. And don't be perceived as mocking a demon is it fuels something, and every time that demon is fueled, your friend is tormented. Our walk in deliverance is one of delicacy. And while it is excellent in the powerful world that we live to enjoy joy in our walk, it is equally important that we carry compassion and strength and the love of Christ to heal. So we walk a delicate path, a two-edged sword, so to speak. One, to strike boldly against evil when it strikes at us, but two, to delicately remember that even a sword can still butter bread and without tearing the slice of bread. So it's important here that we walk with that compassionate heart. For the men out there, and this prayer goes much farther beyond even what Carol has asked, we have been launched on a process here on Bards Nation with men asking help for porn addictions, and there are now many stacking up, and all of which are being scheduled for appointments. And Father, that blessing is a beautiful blessing. And we want to thank and all of these men with the courage to write and to give their testimonies and requests for help, to give them that strength of encouragement and to understand that we do need men and that these men are, of, are traumatized in many different ways. Porn is a wound. Porn is an addiction. And it usually stems from something in youth, whether it is a traumatic issue of rape or abuse, or whether it's just a loneliness and an empty spot within them, or even just a corrupted influence. So, Father, we pray for the men of this world, of this nation, in particular this nation, because the American man has more addiction to porn than any other group in the world. And today we're praying for a breaking off of those chains. To truly break from porn, there has to be an acceptance of Jesus and there has to be a rebuking of those demons. And much of that comes from within. But Father, we make a massive prayer today, like a wave flowing across this nation that ruptures those chains that bind and hold people down to the addictions of pornography. One of the most pernicious and evil attacks ever levied against men. And unfortunately, so much of that comes through the internet and comes through the images that are constantly saturating everything. So Father, we're rebuking the influence of demons on all of these men to give them a headspace, a space not to be drawn into where these decisions begin and they can feel it. These decisions are decisions that they are making themselves, not under an influence. And let them have the courage to reach out for help. And just to highlight this, Father, you know that I've placed my email out there, scott at bardsfm.com. 
I will pray with you. I will work with you. It might take me a few days to get back to you, but I will pray with you. I will work with you. And every person that we've prayed with so far has been freed. So, Father, thank you for that blessing because you have led us to a place where we truly can use our authorities to set others free. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Really amazing, too, by the way. I, I, I want to say this. Um, there are quite a number of men that have come out and asked for assistance, and I'm getting all those scheduled literally today. I, I don't know if, you know, if, I don't know if you realize, I'm just saying this, and I'm not in, in any way suggesting you don't, but that takes a lot of courage. It takes a lot of courage to be able to speak the truth of something that is weighting you down and pulling you away from Christ, especially something like porn, especially in this society, because we like to shame it so much. And the reason we typically shame things is because typically those that are shaming are doing it themselves. Not always, but that's a particular this issue. And we know that pornography and other things is deeply pervasive in our churches. Sadly, it's, it's real. And our churches have fallen to a place of not seeing the world much through a biblical lens anyway. So be encouraged if you're dealing with a porn addiction. Do not hesitate to reach out to me. I'm not here to judge. I'm here to set you free and help you set yourself free, I should say, so that you become a mighty man in the, in the body of Christ, a warrior of Christ. That's my concern and my focus and my calling on this. And once we understand that porn is an attack and an aggressive one to, to paralyze and disable men, you start to realize what you become victimized by. And yes, it's a sin. No question about that. But let's focus on giving the tools to the men to fight back, to overcome, and to come to Jesus, to heal, and then to rise up within kingdom, to be mighty warriors in Christ. And that's the focus. That's the focus of restoration and mercy, not the focus of a punitive system of demoralizing and breaking, and guilt. That's the, the big problem we have in so much. So this says, prayers for my low back pain and sacrum. It feels like my hip is hurting and it's been confined, confirmed that it's my SI joint, right side. Thank you, song, scripture, and my thoughts. Need a prayer for, oh, okay. There we go. And this is from Song Scripture, my thoughts. All right. I, I'm going to, this is something that just, I'm, God has walked me on a path that I did not expect, and I am going to advocate for this. When we have these sorts of, of injuries, and I, I'm just going to speak truth here, it's really important that you study a carnivore diet. I, I'm going to tell you honestly, I don't like advertising these sorts of eating things as a regular thing, except that I have witnessed such incredible healing in my body in three weeks that I can't even account for this. I don't know what this, I don't know all the workings of this. And most people don't. We have a lot of things we'll try to tell you. It does this, it does that. I know that nine years of a hip pain, and, and let me tell you, this is not dis disconnected from prayer, believe me, but there is a physical and a spiritual part of healing. And nine years of dealing with a hip pain every single day to where it would just spike like a knife was in my hip. It's gone. 
it was gone in seven days and it's only got better. And in the last three, two weeks since then, it has been just about the muscles in the hip and the leg beginning to strengthen again. And all of that, the entire pivot difference was going to a carnivore diet. Now, I'm not a dietitian, a doctor. I don't wear a white coat. I'm not telling you to do this. I'm suggesting that you look into it and research. But listen to the testimonies. And there's so many people that are dealing with this, cramping up arthritic hands that through prayer and diet, always prayer and diet, suddenly with the things that have been happening for years, the hands begin to work again or the, or the back pain is gone. So all of that. So I highly recommend, and I'm starting this prayer out with song, scripture, and my thoughts. Look at the carnivore diet. Or it's our body's temple. We have to take care of it. So, Father, we pray just a, a hedge of protection and a miraculous flow of the healings of the Holy Spirit to flow through song, scripture, and my thoughts. That with this, there just can become a resonant knowledge and wisdom of what is needed for the physical temple as the Holy Spirit flushes through and removes the pain and takes that pain away to restore the body to its full function. Father, in, in the name of Jesus, we rebuke that pain and any, in, any influence that's being put in there for whatever reasons, that imperfection, the demonic attack, those chains are now broken. And with the, as the, we pray for the blood of Jesus to flow over song, scripture, and my thoughts, to fill and consume the body to such a magnificent level that the body is restored to its mighty perfection. And with this, Father, a wisdom that flows with this to understand the things that we need to change and adjust in our body, our way of life, to improve and to move forward in such a perfect way to restore ourselves as truly children of the Most High in Christ Jesus' name. And Father, we have a prayer today for Switchrod, who is suffering from a bad case of sciatica. So much of sciatica comes from lower disc injury, something I learned firsthand, as I thought it was actually in my leg, only to discover that much of the pain that I was suffering was in from my lower back. And so that appears to be one of the common origins of this. And again, diet is critical. There is, seems, there is a direct correlation between what we eat and inflammation in the body. And so we have the duality of prayer and we have the duality of, of health. And these two work in balance, at least as I see things. And I think it's important, and I'm just going to frame it like this. When we ask for forgiveness for something, we get to a place where in forgiveness, we also have to take accountability to change our actions. So this is where I would encourage anybody dealing with pain in their body to begin to explore some of these options in diet, not just jump into exercise, begin with diet. And this is why I'm emphasizing this, because exercise can exacerbate things. So we need a diet of healthy prayer and repentance with a diet of change that will be non-inflammatory. My experience thus far is the only thing that has produced incredible, almost miraculous results on the physical diet of food is to switch to a carnivore diet. That's what I'm there, okay? You do as you wish. But trust me, it's not going for my life. You have no idea. When you remove pain and you've had pain, and you all know if you've had pain, when that pain goes away, it's like it's almost like angels singing in your, in your ears. Oh, like that. And no, I didn't do a very good job at that, but you got the point. So... It is so important. And on that other side, that's, so that's our, that's our accountability in the world. 
and then we're praying in for healing on the other. So, Father God, we're just praying for a miraculous flow of healing over Switchrod's body. We know that sciatic has been an extreme pain, and we know that a lot of these things are centered in certain parts of the body. And so we're praying for a hedge of protection and a breaking of chains of any of the dark influences that may be spiking that pain. And Father, as the body attempts to restore, as we know that the Holy Spirit can restore, and in praying for that restoration to happen, as the Holy Spirit flows down and the blood of Christ fills and covers Switchrod in all that he needs to to remove this pain, we're also praying for an awareness and a wisdom to settle in of how we eat and how we consume and all the resources needed to provide those things to start restoring the body. And for whatever that research leads, with the wisdom that's already been shared, may that be the research you place upon Switchrod's heart and each and every person's heart as they open their eyes to following a path to finding better, healthy ways of eating, allowing the body's inflammation to reduce as we see the power and the blood of Christ to heal and restore. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Prayer request, my 28-year-old son Aaron, who lives eight hours away from me, found a lump in his leg. He has no insurance, so hasn't gotten to gotten it looked at yet, and I urged him to listen to Dr. Lee Merritt's interview with Scott. I pray for miraculous healing and the Lord to open up Aaron's heart to the power of prayer, but Scott, I leave this prayer to you to ask for what is needed. Now, oh, Aaron, you have no idea what just happened. Buckle up, buddy. I love Aaron with my heart, and, and that's the key right there. And, and I pray for him to be healthy, happy, and as the start of a relationship with God the Father. Thank you for all the prayer warriors and Scott. He, ha- he wasn't kidding when, when he said, we are under attack. It's real. Love to you all, Donna G. All right, Aaron, I'm telling you right now, we're going to have some. You may not know Jesus, but you're going to know Jesus today. That's the best thing. Now, we say that in all loving. And so, Aaron, if you're listening, it's suddenly like you're about ready to turn it off. Don't, because we do love you. And we love you as a brother in Christ. And we know that Donna G loves you with all her heart. And that love is more powerful than anything any doctor will ever give you. Anything. So, Father God, we are just praying just a miraculous transformation of the heart over Aaron. This is where we're going to begin. That this just is a flowing down. And Jesus, we're going to ask today that you make yourself present and visible to Aaron. Let him see your face. This is one of these cases that we talk so often about balancing the scales, Father. And perhaps it's not a right metaphor because Satan doesn't have any balance with heaven. So I want to be clear about that. But unfortunately, in this world, the scales are so imbalanced that people can't hear or see the glory of heaven. So, Father, we're just going to like tip that scale the other way today. It's like throw about 100,000 pounds on one side and flip it the other way so that suddenly there's no escaping the presence and the power of the Holy Spirit. And let the Holy Spirit just flow over Aaron and let the love that Donna G has for him consume him to him understanding the power and glory of love. Because Aaron, this is your choice. Ultimately, God gives us free will. We, We can't pray for you to become something. But what we can and want for you is to witness the power of love. And so, Father, with the power of love, we're praying that this power of love just flows over Aaron's body. And that with this, this lump in his leg just goes away. And 
that it doesn't just go away. What it leaves is what I would call the scar of love, the remembrance of love, to know that what was there is gone because of the love of the many praying for him and the love of Donna G. And with that, a residual anchoring point, a seed to be planted where that lump was, a seed of the Holy Spirit that will just slowly grow within him and allow him to experience and live with the wealth of what kingdom can provide as we love one another, as we love our family, and as we love ourselves. So, Father, we're just asking for a beautiful cleansing of Aaron. And with this, a hedge of protection around him because obviously there's something going on. And we rebuke any of the demonic that may think that they're taking a foothold there because you will not take a foothold over God's child. That will not happen. And so we rebuke any of those right now and sever the chains that you may have. And we denounce any contract, spoken or unspoken, that now Aaron is given a chance to walk in a life, to see truly with eyes to see, Father, that you'll provide. And this is what we're asking before you, that he can see this world clearly to understand truly what it is that he's doing and who he is that he's worshiping and to make a choice based on an appropriate balance in life of the mighty glory of heaven versus the darkness of evil. Guide his heart, guide him, bless them both, put a hedge of protection around this family, flood them with the Holy Spirit and Christ Jesus. We just look forward to your presence to be known to him as his body is healed and his heart restored. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Prayer request, Kate is a mom of three sons experiencing disturbing dreams and worries about sexualization of children while trying her utmost to raise men of God. Oh, this is so Satan. This, this is so, this is exactly how Lucifer works. See how that happens? Because what happens is you've got a mom here that's doing their best to raise men of God. And so Satan's in here going, oh, watch this and gets into the dreams. So this is, this is about protection and armor here. So, Father, we just absolutely rebuke whatever has opened in their life of Kate. And my sense of this, Father, is there is some fear, which is normal. This is a beautiful mother that's raising three children, three sons, worried about their future, those worries. So, Jesus, we just ask that you can step in here and just comfort this mother. Just wrap her in your arms. Give her the comfort of heaven and let her know with just the quiet and glorious whispers of love that you can provide that you're fine. No one will touch your children. And we have wrapped a hedge of protection around Kate and her three sons. And Father, we declare absolutely a hedge of protection with the blood of Jesus that there, all these demons that are whispering, Satan, whatever your game is, it is now broken. You are rebuked. You have no authority here. None whatsoever. And we say that as the mighty children of, of God that are praying into this for Kate. And Kate, no, you have to let go of fear. Turn your heart and your fears to Jesus when you have them. Trust in him. But more importantly, you have to pray each morning and each night. You have to get that armor of God on you. Satan's finding a way in, however that is. And it's probably through fears and concerns. That's not a rebuke. It's not a, you know, we're not no way to feel guilty about that. That's you being a mother. But now be a mother warrior. Lean into this. Raise that mighty sword of the Spirit. Can rebuke these demons. Cast them out. And stand mightily as a mother protecting her sons. And Father, may you bless 
Kate, and may you bless these three young boys to raise up mightily in the love of Christ and the love of you, and may they be protected in their journey forward as they put their eyes on heaven and rise up to be mighty warriors in the kingdom. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Valerie Gosselin is waiting to undergo emergency surgery for perineal inflammation, bowel blockage, and gallbladder, multiple stones, fatty liver, and an alcohol and an alcoholic and very stoic. She was scheduled for surgery but left the hospital in fear. Her sister, Shelly, is seeking prayers while she works with her sister to get back into the hospital. Heavenly Father, thank you for the walls of pride we see coming down that we are learning to live in obedience to your word and have each other make the intercessional prayers for those we love dearly. You have given us the authority over the enemy, and it is your living word, so we come together to pray and crush the chest of the enemy, breaking all barriers to healing and protection we so desperately need. Father, I believe these women have something in common, fear, and we bind and rebuke that evil and call on the Holy Spirit to complete deliverance of the intimidation and defeat You have not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and sound mind. And we stand on this truth and claim it for both Kate, Valerie, and Shelley. Lord, you you are a chain breaker. Bind the enemy with the same chains and snares he dares to put upon our lives over these women. Smash his knuckles with with it too and render him corruptible against them. Let the Holy Spirit rest upon them and orchestrate the word to be delivered to them through those who cross their paths. Give them awareness of your presence and your perfect timing. Lift them up to the Holy Spirit and Holy Spirit of Holy and transform them in renewal of their minds. Set their faith on fire. Let them receive all your healing and prosperity against the enemy you have promised. We declare Kate free of fear that her life becomes overwhelmingly victorious, seeing all of your glory instead of the enemy's path of destruction. We declare Valerie Gosselin's addiction to alcohol broken. Lord, consume her body's deterioration and show both her and and sister Shelley the power of the living God. Use this weakness in in her body to build her faith in the midst of a poor diagnosis and lead them both to the eternal salvation. That in the midst of all odds against her, she becomes a testimony and confirms your living word that when God is for you, you can, who can be against you? We stand in unity as the, as the body of Christ and pray all these things in the mighty name of our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Warriors for Christ. Great prayer. Great prayer. So this, just so we know, we prayed for Kate, and, that's, and this is an extension of that, and Valerie Gosselin who is obviously the one that's dealing with alcoholism, and her sister, who is trying to, Shelly, who's trying to get her back into the hospital. Something really important here that God just keeps putting on my heart. We must first turn to him. And we know this, but it's important to remember, we must first turn to him for healing. The churches have so failed to promote healing that people run to the hospital and doctors first. And what are they going to provide us? It's not that they don't have things that sometimes need to be done. I don't want to totally throw them out with the, with the bathwater. But the first sense of healing, that first, if you will, hospital that we go to, is the healing centers of heaven. 
and that's important. So, Valerie, we just we're focusing now on what's afflicting you, which is obviously something much deeper. This isn't about a surgery you're afraid of. This is about some a reality, something deep within you that you're starting to realize that you are where you are because of whatever motivated you to drink. That's where the pain is. And that's what has to be healed. So, Father, we're going to begin with a prayer over Valerie, a hedge of protection around her, a powerful one, to keep her protected from whatever influences that are whispering in her thoughts and her ears. And, Jesus, there's a deep wound here, a deep one. I don't know whether it's a divorce or something, childhood trauma, but something has happened that's left an empty wound. And we've got a a wound that's weeping, and this is where the enemy is digging and pushing, and it's manipulating to get rid of that wound, that pain that's deep within, that spiritual pain. The enemy's offering something of alcohol. And like everything the enemy offers, it leads the person to destruction, everything. So, Father, there's also a, a very strong protective ego, arrogance, pride, something like this. It's fearful because this wall that's been put up by Valerie Goslin that has been reinforced by the demons is not allowing her to see clearly. So, Jesus, we're asking your presence here. We're asking that you touch Valerie. And that as you touch her, the walls that are being put up just melt and fall down. And then with this, the power of the Holy Spirit floods through her body. And the impurities that are within them just are flushed out. And the healing that's needed is, happens just like a miraculous flow of energy through her. And the Holy Spirit flows through Valerie and restores and heals her body. And that the, the chains that are binding her and drawing her into that addiction of alcoholism, like everything else, they're chains that we are breaking now. And the authorities given to us by Jesus, we break those chains. And with this is a, is a feeling of the heart with more love than Valerie's ever known. Valerie, something in you has been wounded at the point of love. And you can't fix it through alcohol. And that's just plain truth. And so if you're going to try to break from alcohol yourself, you'll fail. But if you will turn to Jesus, this wound will be healed instantly. Jesus, we just ask that you place your hand on Valerie and fill her with so much love and overwhelming feeling that those connections, those bonds that she's being held down by the by the demons are broken. And the demon, Jesus, we're handing you those demons by the authorities given to us. We hand you those demons to do with them as you must. But this woman, Valerie Goslin, is no longer within the reach of demonic. Any influences, any contracts made, spoken or unspoken, any sort of chains that are binding are broken and rebuked, and she is now a child of God, protected by the hedge of protection. No whispers can reach her anymore. And so we pray that the Holy Spirit fills this place, fills Valerie, and overwhelms her. There will be tears. Let the tears flow. Those are cleansing tears. And in the process... See a heart restored, a wound healed, and the body restored to full health. Let the doctors be stunned and amazed. 
Valerie, there may be a, a good thing that you ran from this surgery. And Shelly, you need to hear this as well. Don't push somebody back into the knife. Begin where healing begins. Begin with the love in Jesus, the relationship with heaven, that of our Father. And then, as you are guided by him, you will arrive to the place you need to be for the proper medical care. But we know that the Father heals, and you shall be healed. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. We'll be a little late as I wait for the rest of the... Hmm. We'll be a little late as I wait for the rest of the funds that I will be getting, but we'll never rent, we'll, but we'll have rent covered. The difference in me from January when I was in so much pain is, is night and day. So good rest in him. Thank you all for praying regardless. About $500 short on rent. Please pray. God shows up for when I go to lay rent. Thanks, A.J. Wagner. Well, Father, we want to thank you for the improved health of A.J. Wagner. And today, just pray that we just pray that the blessings are needed for whatever he needs to do to cover his rent, to keep him in home, that you provide the resources, and more than just that. Father, I think our biggest challenge these days is we've, we've become consumed with the me in terms of requests of resources. And so we're going to pray that A.J. Wagner doesn't seek just to have resources to pay the rent for him, but to pray. We're praying for resources to pay the rent for him and others. Let us transform our requests, not for what our immediate urgent need is for the me, but rather to always pray for the resources that we can share. Father, your, the resources are unlimited, but let us have a transformation of heart. Let us be aware of what we're asking. Be cognizant of our choices. And so for A.J. Wagner, we're just praying for a flood of resources greater than he expected, but not just for him, but to help another. Bless him and guide him in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. That, by the way, was, is a powerful realization that was put on me the other day. And it's true. We all do it. We literally, we pray and for things that we need rather and as if God is going to write us a, a specific check. We need to pray beyond that. This isn't just a walk in me. This is a walk in the body of Christ. So if we're in need of something, let us pray for something greater that we can share with others. I think that transforms everything. I think we, we, we don't ask. It's not that we don't ask for enough. We don't ask for enough of the resources to be that walk in love thy neighbor. Need some prayers today. My oldest son, Jacob, is flying to the Alaskan slope. He is now in Dillingham, and there are delays at the airport. He will be headed further north and expected to return in 24 hours. I am praying for a hedge of protection around his, this trip and the people he greets. In Father's name, amen, Team AK. Well, Father, whatever Jacob's trip is about and whatever risks there he faces, may you put, place a hedge of protection around him and let him walk mightily with the Holy Spirit as he heads on up to Alaskan Slope. May his trip be, be joyous. May his trip be flawless. May his trip be without any further interruption. And may his trip be a safe journey there and back. And may the worries of Team AK be assuaged. May the fears that may be there for some sort of darkness be removed. 
that while it's good and an understanding to worry about our son and their son, have faith. Lean in and don't let the fears and whispers of the enemy corrupt your thoughts. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. The enemy is working overtime to seed fear these days, just so I say it. This is something that is happening all of the time. And so we have to be very aware of where the enemy is trying to get to whomever we love through us. That's part of derailment and an ambush. Don't let the enemy in. Hello, need some prayers for my niece who went into labor at 20 weeks. She has twins, and it would be tough for them to survive at this time. They typically cannot survive when they are this young. One of the babies started coming out and then stopped and appears to be reversing. We need prayers for them if, the, if it's God's will to, for them to make it inside long enough to survive on their own. And they can develop normally, and the mother and children are healthy. Thanks, Steve Demarius. Demarius. Forgive me if I misspelled you, misspoke your name. Well, Father God, in a world where so much war is being waged on children, we just pray truly for a healthy birth for Steve Damaris's niece. Father, we know that it is not your will ever to bring children into this world and have them die or be premature. We know that is not your will. But Father, we also know that in this fallen world, things like that do happen. So, Father, we pray with the authorities given to us a powerful hedge of protection around Steve Demarius's niece, and that we pray for a blessing to fall upon this young mother to restore her strength in her body and to keep those two young ones inside of her womb, to let them continue to grow and and prosper to full term. We pray the blood of Jesus over her womb, and we pray for the strength of healing that will flow within her. We rebuke and break any demonic chains that have been set or any influences therein, any contracts spoken or unspoken. You are now rebuked, and by the blood of Jesus, you can no longer come near these, this young woman. In fact, any demonic influence coming near this young woman for, will forever bind you to the words spoken, Jesus is Lord. She's off limits. Father, we pray for the power of the Holy Spirit to flow through, to fill her, to consume her, and to heal her, to restore her. And Jesus, we just ask for your presence there to place your hand upon her womb. And to just let that be just an incredible flow of love and healing throughout her entire body. And let those two young souls inside hear the love of you within their hearts. And may they know that their mission now is to fight with their mother, to stay within the womb, to grow and to be strong. Two young children coming into the world. Father, we ask for this blessing. In a world that is in so much trouble with the children, allow these two children to be protected. And may the war angels stand, monitor, and post around them. May the angels sit and, and comfort this young mother. And may the children grow perfectly within the womb to arrive in this world as blessed and filled with the Holy Spirit. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Bard's Nation, may we please pray. Hold on. 
May we please have prayers for the group of brothers and sisters that are traveling to meet each other this Saturday, August 5th. B-Dads from Florida and South Carolina are meeting for, for fellowship. We ask for their travels be safe and their boat ride be safe as well. We pray that their meeting and breaking of bread together will be blessed and fulfilling with the Holy Spirit and that when the mini Bars Fest is over, all return safely. Amen. Spooky Mulder. This was put on by Kitty to, Kitty to Karen, by the way. Awesome deal. This is so cool. So, of course, Father, we absolutely want a hedge of protection around all of those going to a Bards Fest, mini Bards Fest. This is so good. And we just pray that this will be an incredible day, that they're going to go out and enjoy the freedom of the ocean, to be inspired by the powers and glory of what liberty means and fill them up with liberty and happiness and the pursuit of that greater love in you. And Father, we just pray that everything will go well today. No flaws, no interruptions, that if there is any sort of bump in the road because Satan wants to step in, Satan, you're rebuked. And let let everybody turn in prayer to any sort of moment and find that the moments of challenge, if there are any, are really moments to celebrate the joy in the Holy Spirit. And may this day be filled with him. And may this day be filled with, with joyful prayer and a building of fellowship and relationship and once again expanding out the physical nature of the relationships within Bar's Nation. Father, we thank you for this incredible continuing building of this fellowship as it takes to ground. It starts to seed truly in the physical space. And may you bless them with enjoyable meals and great conversation. And I understand they're even going to learn ham radio. And may they have an experience and inspire to another level of communication. And Father, may you also bless them all with a safe travel home to return and to may that Holy Spirit that is with them today carry with them back home to inspire them yet to a deeper love in you. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Prayer request, please, for Bard's Nation. My 55-year-old nephew, Eric, fell in mid-June, hit the back of his head and sustained a concussion. He tried pushing through and continued to work in Arizona heat, which was delayed, which has delayed his healing. He's been resting more this past week, and so being unable to work and drive is taking its toll on him as he is self-employed. Please pray for a speedy and complete recovery. By the way, he's unjabbed, he's a patriot, and loves Jesus. Thank you. Janine, J.H. Home. Screen name is J.H. Home. Well, it's interesting what God does sometimes. And I, I'm not saying that by any means that God intended you, Eric, for you to fall and hit your head. But this is a really important moment when we arrive at these places to separate ourselves from the fear of the material and lean into the wealth of kingdom. So, Father God, we're just praying for a beautiful flowing of, of love from the Holy Spirit. And may we have a hedge of protection around Eric to fill him fully with that power of healing and the blood of Jesus. And Father, we just place our hands over Eric's head where that wound was. And Jesus, we just ask that you'll be there with us as we pray in for healing and we just see a miraculous transformation of healing that whatever this concussion has done, it's just the salve of the blood of Jesus is now flowing upon you and it is healed and restored. But Eric, in this moment, also take the gift that's given 
all the concerns you have of being self-employed, understandable, but you will return. But much of what limits our healing is our obsession of the things of the material world. Let go, turn, put your eyes on Jesus. Breathe in the Holy Spirit. Release the agitation and, and, and fears that come about because work isn't happening. Trust in the Lord to provide. There may be something here, Eric, and I don't know, but there may be something here. It seems to be that God has something for you in this moment that will be transformative, but you have to put your eyes on him. Trust in him. We know you have your business and all of this, but there's a reason at this moment in time, in this pause, and now God is using this for something profound. So put your eyes on Father. Lean into him like never before. Breathe in and breathe out that fear. And as a guy who's run his own business for years, I understand that place, Eric, especially when the accident I had in 2001. But there's a time that we have to heal, and the healing is much deeper than physical. So you let this moment be that moment. Let the Holy Spirit flow through. And Jesus, as we join together in healing, Eric, may that be a deep and cleansing healing down to the heart and soul. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Oh, Heavenly Father, we bring Mike Davis, my friend's father, and Leroy to you. He is, we bring Mike Davis, my friend, father, Okay, sorry, Pedro, I just have to, these commas are important in this to get this right. Oh, Heavenly Father, we bring Mike Davis, my friend's father, Leroy, to you. He is in the hospital for having problems with his mobility. Please, Father, by your, stri- by your stripes, he, we are healed and are laying hands on him right now for your miraculous healing. Lord, we remove all the element in, in his body and restore him to perfect health and by your authorities, Father, we, we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Jeffrey Edwards. Okay, I'm, I'm honest about this. We're just going to have to, I'm not really sure who was specifically by name we're praying for. It's a little bit confusing. So, Father, we're just praying for this man that is in, it's a friend of Jeffrey Edwards that is in the hospital, an acquaintance of Jeffrey Edwards that's having problems with mobility. You know the heart and you know the person, Father. And our prayers are now flowing there for an amazing sense of healing. Father, we place a hedge of protection around this person to keep them safe from any demonic influence. And in the process of that, it's like a well filling mightily with the Holy Spirit to literally restore his body and to bring him back to full mobility. Whatever that ailment is, Father, it seems to be something perhaps in the spine that is, we, need, we rebuke that. We break those chains and that demonic influence there, we sever that and there, there is no more influence by the demonic. And with that, we pray in for the blood of Christ for a miraculous healing that he stands up and has full mobility and is restored to his full health. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Could use some prayers. Lots of layoffs at work and home life is not easy right now either. Tom, change. It's upon every single one of us right now. And as difficult as these changes are, somewhere in each of these changes, there's a gift. We have built relationships and work upon 
the institutions of Babylon, unfortunately. And whether we like to admit it or not, fact is that Babylon is falling and much of the connections that we have we have are being redone and remade. So Father, in this moment with Tom, we pray for a massive blessing to flow over him and his household. We place a hedge of protection around his family and his home. These are stressful times as the things that we've come to work in and indirectly often worship our job, our money, our, our bills, Unfortunately, right now in this world, there's a great shaking going on. Things are being realigned. Father, we just pray for an inspiration within Tom, a powerful flow of the Holy Spirit to awaken the gifts and talents that rest within him and to transform this moment from one of stress to one of joy as eyes are open to see clearly the next steps. And whatever tension flows within the household, that's just the devil. And so we rebuke that completely. And we settle and we pray for a settling on the heart of the Holy Spirit to flow through that household, to heal and restore, and to stand together in a time when Satan wants us divided. That these challenges and times when, when Babylon gets shaken are all by design being used against us so that our anxieties, our concerns, our fears, our frustrations are not pushed outward towards the source, but rather become inward towards the home. We rebuke all of that. And in the name of Jesus, we we pray healing upon this family. In fact, we declare healing upon this family in such a profound way that demons have no more territory here. Any chains that are built, any contracts spoken or unspoken, they are broken and you are rebuked. And with the blood of Jesus encircling this household, demons, you have no authority here. In fact, to come near this family, this is now kingdom kingdom space. You will be cast out to the hands of Jesus forever be able to being forced to speak the words Jesus is Lord bless them and guide them fill them with the resources needed father in Christ Jesus name amen lord my father in heaven i pray over my dad and i pray that he can find the balance with family work and worshiping you my lord god i pray to you that you touch my mom's heart and help her open up to you lord Help my parents figure out what's wrong and bring them together as they figure it out together. Lord, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Drake Boggle. You know, it it is amazing to me and sad, sickening in the worms, how aggressive this attack has been on our families. And unfortunately, we become blinded. I, I am not speaking from no experience. I have had way too much experience in this roller coaster and how Satan comes in and blinds us. So I want to relate a story here for Drake Boggle. Drake, we prayed recently for a friend of mine as we will pray for your parents. And this is a friend of mine who was a deep man of God who was sitting at the table with attorneys and his wife had attorneys and they were at the moment of divorce. It was a sudden thing that came out of nowhere. All of a sudden, one day she said, leave the house and locked him out. And it was a spirit of of darkness that settled in upon that family. And 60 days later, they were sitting across the table from one another. One attorney on his side, an attorney on her side, talking about divvying up the household things, what visitation was gonna look like, who was gonna pay child support, We prayed on it. Others prayed on it. The power of the Holy Spirit wiped that demon out. 
He, had, he, he was a powerful man of God. He'd already rescinded to the fact there was no way to restore this other than a miracle. Miracles happen. And God stepped in. God broke that, that moment, shattered that out, and it was the daughter. That his daughter baked a cake and asked him to come over. And in that moment, the most miracle thing ever happened. He came back to his house. His wife ran out and met him in the front. She embraced him. They sought forgiveness together, and they're now back together. He's a change. They're both changed people. What a beautiful story. This miracles do happen. But we have to understand the nature of what's going on here. This is the nature of healing and of attack. The enemy is attacking the family. So Drake Boggle, for your parents, we pray a powerful hedge of protection around them. And for this illusion that's settled in over your father, which is obviously it's causing some problems as he finds to, tries to find the balance of work and worship. Father, we just pray that you just, and Jesus, more than, we just ask that you be there. Step into this family, Jesus. And we, we declare healing over this family, but we need you, our Lord, Jesus. This is one of these powerful moments that we just ask that you'll step into this family. Place your hand upon the Father. Let him feel that wealth of love that flows through him. Let his eyes be cleared, the scales fall. Let him see clearly to understand that work is temporal, love is infinite. Let him let that fill his heart fully. Whatever conflict is going on with the mother and the father, let their hearts be filled with the love of the Holy Spirit. And as we place a hedge of protection around this family and we rebuke any of the demonic whispers and influence, Satan, you have no territory here, nor do any of your minions. And we place that hedge of protection around with the blood of Jesus and we flow the, the power of heaven from heaven to earth. The Holy Spirit floods into this household, just like a powerful water flow, flow, just filling this entire space with the power of the Holy Spirit. Demons, we just see you being cast and tumbled off into the distance. You're, you're rebuked and you have no control here in this space anymore. Your whispers can no longer have dominion over their minds. Father, we proclaim that heaven itself proclaims dominion over this household and that the love of one, Drake Boggle, be so mighty and so powerful that Jesus through him and through a love of, a, of Drake Boggle let that flow into the family and let the realization of what the love of a child will do, the power of, of, a, of a sibling will do of a, to heal a family. So, Father, we pray healing. We pray, pray restoration, and we declare healing and restoration for Drake Boggle's parents. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Urgent prayer request for my pastor and his wife. One of the foster daughters is in danger. A meeting will be held at 2.30 Eastern today to consider her fate. This would also require vaccination. The state sent us a demand to put Emma in public school this year despite our desire to wait a year, the reason we capped our foster age at five. I sent in a request again. It was denied. So I sent the request to speak with the education director, and we finally got somewhere. They are now considering approving her for homeschool but we have to have a meeting today at 2.30 with about six or eight other people. Please pray for favor and wisdom. Update from my pastor, Nate. Our awesome God has shown us a favor. Emma will wait until she is six to go to school, Lisa Davis. Well, Father, we, we're just going to pray a, a 
praise of thank you here. Just unbelievable. Thank you for the powers of heaven to step in and intervene to protect this young girl and to protect Emma from having to be subjected mm-hmm. to this horrific vax and these draconian fools that run our education system. Father, this is pure evil and floats around going after our children. Father, we're going to ask for something greater, though. We pray that there be a powerful transformation and protection around Emma, that this young lady will not be subject to do any school whatsoever, no public school, that she can be homeschooled or she can go to a Christian school and that she will not have any threat of a vax in her life. This is a young girl that needs that protection to restore and to be, know the love of Jesus and the love of a family. And may you bless her and bless this family with that powerful love, a love that builds such a powerful hedge of protection around them and this girl, young girl, that nobody can come near him. Satan, keep your hands off. You have no dominion here. And every child we pray for, and for every child in that matter out here, Satan, you have no authority here. We're placing a hedge of protection around God's children. To quote the film, God's children are not for sale, nor are they to be corrupted by the hand of demons. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Please pray for our close friends and neighbors, Michael and Susan. Our wicked neighbor, J.D., has harassed us and has told lies about us for seven years. In effect, it affects our whole family. Presenting our case in the court has not helped. The legal system and sheriff has been biased against us due to his deceptions. We are praying over our farm, two children, and family to be free of this. This family lives near us in northwest Arkansas. I witnessed his demonic treatment. Mark. Yeah, this is lies and whispers are the enemy's game. And so, Father, we're going to pray I'm going to, we're going to begin this prayer right here, Father. With a change in wording. Words have the power of life and death. Our wicked neighbor, J.D. Father, please hear our, our prayer. It begins with our neighbor in need of deliverance and the experience and encounter with Jesus who has harassed us and has told lies about us for seven years. That's a heavenly cycle, Father, seven years. So may this be the end of that cycle. And may the neighbor, J.D., have an encounter with you, Jesus. Lord Jesus, we are asking right now an intervention, an intercession for you to step in and reveal your face to him, to show him in such a powerful way, to break whatever is in his heart. J.D. is suffering from a deep pain, a wound. And the problem is, as we fight one wound with a, with a mallet, it only gets another to get a sword. Father, we are praying for powerful flowing of love and healing through this, both of these farms, a transformation that will encompass both families. Those that have been subject to the accusations to pray into the loving, forgiving nature And for J.D., who walks with a wound and obviously has some dark influences settled in upon him, we pray a hedge of protection around him. And with that, all chains 
of the demonic influence are now broken. And as they are broken, he's filled fully with the Holy Spirit, an experience that he's been missing and longing for his whole life. We should pray for the clearing of eyes and the scales falling and the evil and darkness that has corrupted his heart to be cleansed. And now as he speaks the words that he's accustomed to speaking, he finds them to have a bitter taste on the tongue. Horrific taste, in fact. And the only words that give the sweetness of life are those of kindness and love. And demons, that is also your punishment. For his tormenting him, you will forever, for those demons that affected him, you will forever now speak only kind words. And you will speak Jesus as Lord. And you will now be given off to our Lord Jesus for him to deal with as you must. But we are declaring for eternity demons that have afflicted J.D., that you will forever speak kind words and the love of Jesus forevermore. Father, we just pray in these two farms a massive hedge of protection and a boundary of war angels to take post. And Father, we pray for the angelic to settle in in J.D.'s home to restore the wounds and the pain that are there, to break the bonds of the demonic that were still residual, and to fill and restore the empty places with the power of the Holy Spirit. For Mark's family, breathe in the Holy Spirit. Put your eyes on Jesus, whether you, wherever you are, and pray in for a love and forgiveness in your heart, a trust Father for justice and judgment. Release the anger and the edge that has happened from fighting this fight through a legal system which is owned by Satan and you're expecting a different result. Rebuke it. And so that it's said, the proper way to address this all truly is to restore your power in kingdom, to become sovereign once again. Seek out the knowledge of common law as God intended, common law through scripture. Bless this family. Restore the healing of the two neighbors. Let man, let neighbor love neighbor once again. And Jesus, we say these things and declare these things in your holy name. Amen. Hi, Bart's family. I'm on school board in. I'm on a school board in California. Ooh, that's like Communist Central right there. Myself, along with Lori, are fighting for parental rights. While you're at it, you might pass a bill to build a gallows for Gavin Newsom. That'd be a good idea, too. We believe that parents have a right to know when their child wants to change their name or sexual identity. Last month, another board member yelled at me nonstop for my views as children have rights and will commit suicide if parents knew, she be knew so she believes. We tried to get this issue back on the agenda and we were denied. We will make a motion to put it on the agenda again. We will have media coverage along with some great speakers from the audience. I expect a heated board meeting. Also in attendance will be a radical left powerhouse group that uses children as pawns for speaking points. They're all demonic. They're all Satan's minions. It's disgusting. Praying that Papa will anoint my words and give both Lori and I favor. Praying that the item will be allowed on the agenda, praying that the board understands and supports our motion, praying our, for our precious children. The children matter. My heart and spirit bless you all for praying. I'm humbled just writing this, 
love, and Maranatha to you all. Mary Olian. Okay, a few words, and just God's putting this on me. These are fights that will continue to have wins and losses. And they are because we keep handing our children over to Satan's indoctrination camps. The school system is completely infected and from the very inception was designed to be an enslavement training system, not sovereign training system. I understand that parents are struggling with how to homeschool and how to break from this. But this is where we're being challenged to look at each other in terms of community rather than trying to look to the government to solve a problem that it is advocating for children when it's running against the core principles of what school is about. School has always been about indoctrinating children. The only difference now is that they have hyped up their and intensified their attack so as to control the children in a new era, the era of transhumanism. So there's two parts of this prayer today. And Mary all in, you and Lori, you're doing a noble fight. And we're praying for an for awakening of hearts and we're rebuking any of the demonic that's there. And Father, we establish a hedge of protection around this school and school board, this school district. But it's a hedge of protection that is so powerful that now the war angels we're praying will step inside this hedge of protection. The blood of Jesus encircles this. No more demonic influences can enter and all demons that are within are now subject to judgment by the courts of heaven. And Father, we ask that you will send in your war angels to deliver every demonic influence there to the courts of heaven for eternal judgment. To free those that are under the influence and for those that choose to walk with Satan, that choose not to hear the truth and the love of Christ. Instead, to seek and continue to destroy the children, they too must be presented to the courts of heaven. And we declare this in Christ Jesus' name. We are praying now for the mighty awakening of hearts in this community and a shaking. But Father, a shaking, as we know, can break things. And there's something here that this is going to be such a shaking that what was will be no more. And that doesn't mean that it will be something new under the same roof. It could mean that the school district gets broken beyond repair, almost like the fall of an empire. We're praying for communities now to turn into one another and to well this powerful love. We keep fighting on the enemy's turf. Let us take the turf of heaven. Love thy neighbor. This is the power that we have. Let communities come together and build pods. And we pray that communities come together to share resources, to build pods, to support one another, to start looking at their work schedules and how they can come together and create small teaching pods that are Christ-centric. And that the school district is left and bled dry of its resource, which is children. Children are its resource. No matter how you fight, it will always try to bleed off the soul energy of the children to feed itself because it itself is a beast. Father, let those eyes be cleared and see truly that there's a point where some things must be destroyed to be rebuilt. And in this time, as we 
see the demons being pushed out and this be shaken. Let this be such a shaking moment. This entire community is transformed. The truth settles into the heart. People can't deny the agenda of trying to destroy children. For those, again, that seek to continue to manipulate the little ones, may they now be pulled upon and pulled into the courts of heaven to be judged. And for the rest of the community, may this pray, and we pray this will be a transformative moment of love that eyes will turn on one another, turn into one another, and as they turn into one another, to realize that as a community, the community must now bear the responsibility to raise and protect the little ones. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. I have a pastor friend whose name is Dew, Drew. His wife is suffering from spinal tumors for five years. Her name is Jeannie. They have five children, I'm gathering information for various protocols that have been published here on Telegram to begin educating her. Please pray for immediate healing and for her to be responsive to the information provided and take immediate action. Thank you all for holding them up. They love the Lord, serving his kingdom in pursuit. In pursuit, please remember to check out Dr. Lee Merritt's protocols, which are not on Telegram. Of the, of the protocols right now that have had the most impact of anything I've read, true immediate impact, there's two things. One is Dr. Lee Merritt's protocols, which has been protocols of antiparasitics, and that's available on her site, themedicalrebel.com. And second is diet change. And for me, the most profound impact has been the shift to the, the carnivore diet. Do your research, present the case, to your friend, Drew, to your friend Drew. And okay, so it's his wife that's suffering. So for, to Drew for his wife. Now, Father, we just pray right now for Drew and his wife that they, that as his wife is suffering from spinal tumors, we pray for a miraculous healing. And we pray for a miraculous awakening of the heart to accept and see this information that's outside of the cult of pharmakia. Father, we pray that the, the spells that have been placed upon these discussions related to pharmakia be broken, that the institutions of cult control that were in, in place to keep people coming back for more destructive operations, to keep people in pain and suffering, those, that knowledge, that addiction, that control is now severed and broken and cast aside. Father, we place a hedge of protection around Drew and his wife and their children. And we pray for the power of the Holy Spirit to flow in, to fill their hearts, and to cleanse their bodies and their minds. And may their eyes be opened to see such glorious things before them, to truly encounter healing within them, and to have the experience of the love of the Holy Spirit to fill them and to, to be receptive to, from another who is coming with the Holy Spirit in his heart to present another way. And may the words of In Pursuit be heard, and may the confidence in through their prayers be built and the wisdom be provided for them to see clearly a path ahead that does not depend, put them on dependency on pharmakia, but rather on the miracle blessings that you provide both in heaven and in earth. And in Christ Jesus' name we pray. Update. Surgery to remove bladder and prostate scheduled for August 24th. I'm praying for a miracle and surgery won't be necessary. Roxanne Veek. Well, Father, we just pray for a, a 
powerful sense of healing. This is still a month away, roughly, a few, a few weeks away. So, Father, we pray for a powerful healing and miraculous restoration of Roseanne Vick, that the power of the Holy Spirit can flow upon her and fill her and heal her, and that when she goes in for a pre-checkup for surgery, that she will be completely healed. Jesus was asked that you place your hands upon her as we pray upon her and declare healing over Roxanne Vick to restore her body to perfection and to bring her back into the mightiness of kingdom. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. I really, the more that I do this, and I've done this now for a lot of research and we do a lot of prayers, I cannot stress enough how important it is that people go through anti-parasitic protocols and change your diet. And, I, and I'm asking everybody out here that's listening, take this information, research it, and approach people that are suffering from cancers to do just that. We will always pray for people. But we are ending up in this place, and it's one of these things that I, I sometimes wonder how God hears these prayers because I know that he will heal. But we also have a responsibility in this world to take action because we have been given authority. And we're subjecting ourselves to a world of parasites and we're doing nothing about it and turning to God all the time to fix it. Let us take that responsibility. And as we pray for spiritual healing and healing in the physical, let us take the physical actions to amplify that a thousand times. Lord, I lift up my, I lift my friend Sandy up to you today for healing. She has been very sick. Lord, you know her suffering. You are the great physician. Help her to turn solely to you. I believe you can heal like no other. You know that she faces day to day. May she turn back to one that created her and you give her rest. I pray your will be done in her life. Draw her, Lord. She needs you. Comfort her, Lord. Pray. I pray miraculous healing in her body. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Judy. Well, Father, whatever this ailment is, you know. And for whatever reason, it is not shared here today for us to know. So our prayers are deep in the spiritual healing. Our prayers for Sandy are to begin at the spiritual level, that for whatever is ailing her, that she put her eyes back on you and that the power of the Holy Spirit flow through Sandy, fill her, and empower her in such an amazing way to cleanse her body, to remove the pain. And we pray a hedge of protection around her to break the chains of the demonic that are influencing her. And with this, we pray for the Holy Spirit to flood into her and fill her and cleanse her and restore her body to full. And whatever ailments are there, both spiritual and physical, that they're restored, that the blood of Christ covers her. And that through this, there is no denying where that healing comes from that it is truly a clarity of understanding that that healing comes through heaven. And may that transform her heart in such a profound way as to never again look away. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Lord, I lift up my friend Barbara. You know she not only fights cancer, but also lost her daughter, who was 29. Lord, you love us so much. She has gone astray like other many others. With all my heart, I pray you would draw her back to you. Give her peace and comfort in these trials we face daily. Please be merciful and give her grace. 
She doesn't understand the love of of her you have, but we here in this in the prayer place we know how much love you have for us. Pour your love and mercy and grace upon her. Shine greatly that she will see you above all else. Bring her back to you, Lord. Draw her near you. Let her know how much you love her. Be with her now and give her the peace that passes all understanding. Thank you, Almighty God. Love Jesus. In my heart, Almighty. Amen, Judy. Well, Father, the affliction of cancer is once again one of these things that constantly reoccurs. And it's reoccurring in a world that is parasitic, that we're living in a place where we are not keeping our armor up, both physical and and spiritual. And we're being subjected to the demons of this world that are parasitically moving around in the physical and the spiritual to draw us down. Father, we're going to begin by the healing of the wound of the loss of the daughter. And may Jesus, may may your blood touch her heart to heal the wound of the loss of a 29-year-old daughter. Sadly, that sort of pain feeds the parasites that within the body that grow into cancers. And so, Father, as we pray for the blood to heal that wound, for her, for that emptiness to be softened, and may it be filled with the Holy Spirit and any of the demonic that has taken hold, you're now rebuked. And we pray a loving hedge of protection around her that fills her fully with the light of, of, the, of, the, of heaven to feel that love and that nurturing that will massage and heal the wound and seal the armor. And with this, Father, we pray that there's a cleansing that comes about, that this cancer that is there, the the parasitic nature of that is flushed away. But that's going to center so much on her being able to let go of the pain. And so we truly break the the bonds of pain that are upon her and wash and cleanse that wound as one washes your feet, Jesus to wash and cleanse that wound in such a way that her body is restored fully to its fullness, that she is healed within that, and that with that there's restorative healing across her entire body. The cancer is gone, and we declare total healing on this body. And with this, the scales are raised, and she now feels that love of kingdom to where she can see clearly in her eyes and make the choice of whom she shall serve. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Strategic prayer request. Father, we declare securing our confidence and boldness from your declaration cited below that any divination or spells against your people are powerless against the authority we have in Christ. Neither do we consent to their attempts to annul or sever the compacts and decrees made by our Father with you as, as we are in their house. Amen. The first message sent over telegraphed by Sam Morris, for there is no enchantment against Jacob, no divination against Israel. Now it shall be said for Jacob and Israel, what has God wrought? All authority in heaven, that was Numbers 23.23, Matthew 28.18, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. And then, but that it but that those who received him to them gave the authority to become the sons, even to whom that believe on his name. 
in pursuit. Okay. Here's what I'm just going to share what's what's on my heart here. If we are if we are praying into something like this that somehow to secure our confidence and boldness in our declarations, we are not walking in him. We're on the outside of that relationship with Christ. And that means our fears and our doubts, which are demonic, are corrupting the authorities given to us. And that is a problem because we're confusing asking Father to fix something that's within us to fix. So, Father God, we are praying right now that there's just an overwhelming realization to settle in on people's hearts, to understand more increasingly who we are as the children of the Most High, that people now must be confronted, that are struggling with this, with the power and acidic nature of fear and the doubts that that brings and the balance of the truth and power that rests within you as we make that choice. Father, we pray right now that that is a powerful realization that will settle in before people so that they may choose whom they serve. And this is a moment of choice. And unfortunately, not all will make the right choice. But Father, we do pray for clarity in this moment, that there is an absolute choice that as we serve fear, we serve the wide gate. As we serve doubt, we serve the wide gate. As we serve lack of confidence, we serve the wide gate. But as we serve love and we serve you and we serve fearlessness and we serve that warrior heart, we walk the narrow gate, the narrow path. So, Father, we pray for a clarity in this path in this moment to see clearly where we are. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Could you please pray for Susan? She fell off her bike and broke her hip. She is in her 70s. They will be operating tomorrow. Thank you, Bart's family, for your prayers, Kathy. Well, Father God, these are painful injuries, especially at this age. This age that can be a hip injury for whatever it does seems to degrade the body faster than anything. And so, Father, we're rebuking that outcome, that idea, whatever happens in that surgery. We're praying for a miracle here to flow through Susan. And, and having a surgery that will be able to go through. And when she leaves the surgery, she'll have a miraculous and powerful healing, almost so fast that it'll leave the doctor stunned. The pain will go away, and the Holy Spirit will fill that hip and restore it to its perfection, to its full strength, and that this will not be a hesitation in her life, but, in, but an overwhelming empowerment of her life to step in and to be mighty in the Lord and to be mighty in this world and to remind her through this process that this is her becoming an overcomer to the obstacles in life. Bless her with healing. We declare healing in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Hello, family. I've been living with my oldest son and his family. It is apparent I am not wanted or needed anymore. I pray that my joy won't falter much while Father works this out. I don't see any affordable options right now. I've been working part-time for almost a year, and the owner has put the shop up for sale, so I need something I can afford on transition. On, I'm sorry, on disability. The Lord knows I am asking for prayers during this transition. Thank you. Thank you so much. I can, I just come in from the garden. I just came in from the garden. What a beautiful place to let Father love on me. 
Yes, so many of these young ones are being drawn into darkness. Please pray for this family too. My son may be thinking about Jesus. A few weeks ago, I bought and rewatched War Room. Thank you for the for the nudge. I will I will head there. Thank you again. Thank you, Father, for Nicole and his and this team. See Yahweh. Transitions and there's a lot of them, Father. And these are difficult times. And times right now when we have to have more humility than pride. The moments of transition are difficult. And whatever the motivation here and whatever is at the core of this conflict, we pray for a softening of hearts to truly see one another for what they are and to realize that this has been by design a time of bringing families together. Father, we know that as stories are told, we tend not to look at ourselves as much as we tend to look outward at others. And so this is where the humility comes in. Humility for us to speak truly where we sit so that others can hear our heart honestly and for us to take accountability for the disruptions or conflicts that may, we may be part of. Whatever has led to this moment of having to separate, Father, there needs to be, and we pray and declare, a softening and kindness of the heart that nothing is broken but transitioned. That whatever the reason that suddenly someone has to leave, and we know that in this day and age there's so much difficulty. It can be so much difficulty in living together. We know that having building a relationship and in, in with having a, a parent there at times can be completely smothering for a child because sometimes the parent doesn't know when to stop being a parent. And unfortunately, the children often don't know when to stop wanting to be independent. This is a two-way street. So, Father, not even knowing the size of this place because perhaps it's a small environment that they're stepping on each other. Whatever is needed here, Father, we're praying for blessings to settle down upon this family, a realization to settle into their hearts, to realize that they're one and they're together. And that as this transition happens, may you bless them both with a soft transition, not a brutal break, not just casting one out, which is going to leave greater pain down the road. That's Satan's hand. But rather to work together to resolve this with a humbled heart, between each other and as do that to be able to come to a place of understanding what is best and how they can help each other in this next step. Bless them, Father, in this moment of growth for both son and mother to understand that this is an opportunity to grow to greater places, not to draw battle lines and break and sever things. This is a moment now, Father, that we pray and we declare blessings over this family and this family that will flood down with the power of the Holy Spirit to truly soften the hearts to humbleness and forgiveness. And Father, we pray for the resources and clarity of the next steps that will soften this transition to make it smooth and may the love of this change fill them so that it continues and sustains and grows stronger in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Hi, Bart's family. I would like to ask for healing in what I think 
is a torn rotator in my left shoulder. I have been trying to heal naturally, but still in a lot of pain. Thank you and love you all. Susan Hell. Father God, we pray for a miraculous and instantaneous healing over Susan Hell. We put our hands upon her shoulder and her rotator cup, and whatever the ill is, we pray and declare healing over that space. May the power of the Holy Spirit flood her and fulfill and warm that space, weave and knit back together the tissues and muscles necessary, and restore that shoulder to full capacity without any pain. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Sending in a prayer request for three-month-old baby Miles. I personally do not know this family, but I am requesting prayer for God's protection over this child. In June, what was meant to be a quick checkup at the hospital so they could follow up with a pediatrician during the week has turned into a parent's worst nightmare. Baby was taken away into CPS custody. The attending hospital staff offered little to no information on why CPS was contacted. The lawyer the parents retained requested the documentation of the examination resulted from the hospital and was denied. The baby was in CPS foster home for a number of weeks until the day the Indian tribes became involved and the baby was moved to be placed in the home of a friend of the family. In the middle of the night is an odd detail to be noted. Parents only contact with the baby has been two times under CPS supervision. The CPS has postponed hearing twice daily but now, with Indian tribes involved, hearing will be next week. Please pray for God's protection over the precious gift. Boar girl. I'll tell you why CPS got involved. Because it's a tribal child. Father, we absolutely rebuke this evil. And for the suffering that has put, been put upon First Nations, we plead mercy and we plead, we plead for forgiveness. Father... Enough blood has been shed, and tribal nations have suffered enough at the hands of this evil, who have turned a vector in this evil to place the burden on all of us when, in fact, it was them that manipulated the entire thing. And once again, their war continues through their agents of terror known as Child Protective Services. So, Father, we pray a hedge of protection around this family and around this tribe. We pray for a powerful flow of the Holy Spirit to step in and any of the demons that are now walking and lurking amongst them, be they physical or, or spiritual, you are now rebuked. And by the blood of Christ, you have no authority or dominion over this family or this tribe. Father, we pray for the mighty war angels to step in and to post guard and to rebuke these attacks that will come and continue from, this, from these insidious agents of the devil. And may you bless this tribe and fill them fully with the Holy Spirit and Jesus, we just ask that your presence will be so profound, so overwhelming, that all eyes will turn to you. The hearts will be humbled. And most importantly, Jesus, we just ask that your hands can wrap around that child to protect this child. Protect this child from any ills being done by CPS or other agents that they're bringing in. Father, we rebuke any attempts to inject this child any agents, any dark elements trying to be put in this child, and whatever harm has been done to this child, we pray massive and instantaneous healing and cleansing with the Holy Spirit. And Father, this hedge of protection around this tribe and this family is done in the blood of Christ, and we declare absolute dominion for kingdom over this family, and that there is no more authority that, that evil has here. And we pray healing 
healing that will flow within this tribe and this family in a powerful way to know that they are not alone, that we stand together as one people, that the blood that is shed in the past that is now being trying to shed again is now only a, a, a unity of us all to stand together to rebuke evil and to embrace the power and the holiness of Christ to fill us and heal us. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. I talked to you about my dad and his surgery a month ago or so, and I asked for prayers for his wife and have a viable pre- and I to have a viable pregnancy. Well, my dad is actually making a good recovery from his spleen removal, better than expected, and now my wife has a positive pregnancy test. Thank you, Lord, and thank you, Bard's Nation. I ask you to please pray for continued recovery of my dad and for the healing pregnancy of my wife. And I, and after I, multiple miscarriages and ruptured fallopian tubes, she is kind of on the scared, skeptical side. Please add her to my dad. Please add her and my dad to the prayer list. Thank you, and have a wonderful day. Brody K. Well, Father, we declare a hedge of protection around this father and this mother, a healing hedge of protection around the father to continue his miraculous and perfect recovery as the Holy Spirit fills him and cleanses him and restores his body to the perfection of kingdom. And, Father, for this mother, this hedge of protection is done with the blood of Christ to rebuke any demons that are out here. There's no more influence of doubt, fear, or hesitation. And Jesus, we just ask that you'll step in here and place your hands on her womb to fill her body full with the beautiful love that only you can bring. And may the blood of Christ wrap around her and fill her womb in such a beautiful way to ensure that this child that she now carries grows and is delivered in full term. And Father, in a time when we need such loving parents, a parents to seek to have a child to nurture and to raise, we pray for the a blessing to fall upon them, resources and love and the fulfillment. And may, they, may, a, may a contingent of war angels sit guard upon them to ensure that this child is delivered in perfection in this world as a blessing to this world and a blessing yet again as a gift from heaven. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. I hate to ask for prayer for myself from others. I just feel there are so many people needing it more. My nasal surgery that was scheduled for June was canceled so that there were about so they were about to stick the IV in my arm. Nothing with this intent to improve my breathing has gone smoothly. I was rescheduled till eight nine. That's next week. Next Wednesday. I prayed about it while they were deciding to cancel it the first time and I was sent home. I asked God to let me know his will and that I will literally need needed a kick in the head and not a whisper. If it is not his will, I don't want to proceed with it. I am 64 years old, and this is a two-hour and 15-minute allotment of surgery time on my head. Prayers for God's will to prevail over the obstacles that have prevented me my free breathing. I'm asking for clarity over human intervention and that God's will be done. No matter the result, I wish to follow God's plan for me, not my own. Thank you so very much. God bless and protect you all. A higher calling, almost normal. Well, Father, this is is one of these difficult places we get to where we struggle with that of the flesh versus the intent of heaven. And so, Father, as is being done here, as you have led us and so well done to turn to you first before we turn to the institutions of medicine. 
So, Father, we begin this prayer today with an overwhelming flow of wisdom and clarity, of discernment, to be able to feel higher calling, almost normal, with the knowledge and clarity of where and what is correct for him. There's obvious apprehension in this day to trust anything in the medical industry. They have proven they are too often deceitful, even though there are good people there. So, Father, we're praying for a clarity, a sign for a higher calling to be very clear where where the next step is and to, at the same time, we pray for an incredible flow of healing of the Holy Spirit to flow through his body. And Jesus, if if it is your will to place your hand upon his, his nasal area and to totally heal that, that the obstacles be cast aside and that free breathing returns to his body. And Father, we declare healing over him in a profound way in a profound way that is so incredible that in the next few days, his nasal packet passage is clear and that there's clarity in what he needs to do. So, Father, wherever your will is in this moment, it seems that you've moved him away from surgery. And now, as we turn to you for clarity, we also equally declare healing from a heavenly kind to flow upon his body, to heal his, his, his body, to restore it back to the perfection of kingdom. And we plead that with our heart so that no surgery will be necessary. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. I, I have to be honest, I just got caught in a, in a, this is a devilish trap, and it's not the fault of almost normal. But I literally got caught in that in the prayer. We, we can heal anything. But the problem is that even our own doubts up to where Father wants us leads us often into prayer of confusion. That was part of that. That's why I changed it at the end, because we can heal this. And so we have to be careful how we write our prayers and seek and understand that we can provide healing. And I don't see a God encouraging us to go under a knife, just so I say it. So just as a statement for everybody, Scott and Bard's Nation family, I would like to submit a request for tomorrow's prayer session for Melody Joy Biro, a baby girl that was born on 31 July 2023, to, to a close, co- close colleague of mine. Melody was born at 8.17 p.m. after a quick two-hour labor at, at home. Melody has had serious complications and was taken to the hospital shortly after birth because she was not breathing properly and her heart rate and oxygen levels very low. The midwives provided Melody saving resuscitation and CPR until EMS arrived. At the hospital, the family learned that Melody's liver is extremely large and taking up half of her abdomen and pushing all of her intestines to one side and squishing her lungs upwards, making it very hard for her to breathe on her own. She has been placed in a cooling bed to try to minimize brain damage for lack of oxygen, and she is also on an oscillator to help her breathe. She is stable right now, but still very sick and dependent upon life support. The goal right now is to get her pulmonary hypertension taken care of, that is to dissipate, and eventually wean her off the oscillator back to a conventional ventilator. Melody is the 10th child of a Christian-loving family, who firmly believes and trusts in God's providence and who sincerely appreciate your prayers during an incredibly difficult time and for the healing of Melody's liver and that there will be no brain damage given for lack of oxygen, that she will, that she will tolerate the upcoming brain MRI, liver scan, and heart scan. I would also request prayers for her parents, Kevin and Ashley, 
and Melody's siblings who sincerely need the support and love. Thank you, Scott and Bars Nation family, for your prayers. ZSG 3333. Well, Father, <laughs> when we come to you like this, this is truly our hearts just open. A young one to a Christian family, a loving family, this a tenth child, what a blessing. And one that has now troubles. We also know that sometimes the troubles at birth create the greatest strength in, in adulthood. So there's something right here that may possibly be a blessing. But Father, we begin this child's life with massive prayers of protection and declarations of healing. Father God, we pray for a powerful hedge of protection around the, this young child, Melody, and her family. And may the power of the Holy Spirit flow in and fill this family truly with the joy and love to overcome any doubt or hesitation in their hearts. For the liver, Father, and Jesus, we just ask that you'll step in and hold this little one. Put this little one in your hands. And we declare miraculous healing. We declare healing that the liver will be healed and its size reduced that the oxygen will flow fully within the body. And as this child breathes in, even now, every breath will be a healing breath of the Holy Spirit that will fill the body of the child and any damage done to the brain is now restored. The one miracle that you know that you give us is that we are so much more resilient than we know. So Father, we take all restrictions off of thoughts of what is possible into moving into the miracle space that we are now calling upon the God of miracles to step in and, and heal this child. And we declare these authorities up with us, with our hearts, to see this child restored to the fullness and perfection of kingdom. Bless this family. Bless this child. And may the love of Christ fill this family and continue to fill this child for their life. And in Christ Jesus' name, amen. I'm asking for prayer regarding my legs. I've been... I've had swelling and pain for a while, but specifically a couple of weeks. I believe it's connected to my thyroid's removal in 2014, and my medication is insufficient to replace what the thyroid does, so I end up with cramping and sore muscles and joints. I also need to find a medical practitioner to correct this. Thank you, C.L. Klein. Well, C.L. Klein, your medical practitioner begins with God. That's your first and foremost, and Jesus, just so I say it. So you came to the right place. We threw our shingle up there on the side. This is good. So Father God, we just we pray for a miraculous healing for C.L. Klein. We just pray for a powerful, overwhelming flow of the Holy Spirit. And whatever is causing this disruption, whether it's the thyroid or other things, that Father, this is just this is cleansed from the body. That the body is restored to the fullness and power of healing. And that in this process of, of the Holy Spirit filling her, that the blood of Christ just overflows her. And C.L. Klein, you will be healed. Reach in to Jesus. Speak Jesus in these moments. So, Father, in this is a moment here as well that C.L. Klein is also in a transition of work. And this just seems to all be coming together, that there's a much more deeper transition going on than just work. This is a paradigm shift in the life something powerful to be moving through her that as we move from one paradigm to the other, there seems to always be the legacy of pain and chains that hold us. So Father, we pray for a breaking of chains, a severing of what was to opening the doors that only you can open to what will become. And see, Klein, you need to pray into this and let God provide you 
with the clarity of the next steps. But Father, we pray for an absolute overwhelming clarity to settle in on C.L. Klein. And as her body is healed and restored, to see clearly those next steps, to step into that and step through the door that only you can open. Bless her and bless her family in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Praise reports, 8523. Bards FM, thank you for leading in prayer, asking Jesus to help others. He is healing in itself to make my focus off to self and remember more important things. God bless. Fear is a liar. Well, Father, we just want to thank you for great comments like this. And it is a true reminder that as we pray and pray for others, we the, the wealth that we gain within us is greater than we could ever imagine. So, Father, we're deeply humbled to be in this place in this time, that even when we're tired and we have other thoughts in our mind, when our focus goes to prayer, we ourselves become healed. So bless us, Father, with this continued pursuit and bless this program each week. We pray for your blessings over this program to continue to assemble the mighty prayer warriors to deliver the miracles through us with you of the living God, the God of miracles, and to truly see the transformative power of prayer that can awaken the hearts and turn eyes to Jesus in Christ Jesus' name. Scott, my son Ryan says that you, my son Ryan says, thank you for your prayer. He knows you are led by the Holy Spirit. He has received the same message from others who who have offered him support. He also shared that he was just in Job. Uh, What a filled heart and eyes of tears he shared that it was a blessing to choose God. But what is what a life changing event when God selects you referring to Job and God's selection of Job in his conversation with Satan. Quite a journey this young man is on. Thank you again. Well with my soul. If you remember, I believe that Ryan had an injury that was preventing him from from participating in sports right now, something of his love. And it was, our prayer was about, God showed us that it was about a, a Job moment. So he apparently was already in Job. That's powerful. So thank you, well with my soul. Father, we just pray for the continued blessings over this family. And what a a beautiful family that's raising a son that truly loves you. So Father, we just pray for a powerful hedge of protection and continued miraculous healing for Ryan. And let this be a Job moment. Truly, that as it passes, let the rewards be returned seven times greater than he ever imagined. And may that time come soon. That is, his heart has turned to you and the family continues to rally together and eyes on you. May the blessings pour from heaven to give them all that they need, fulfill their lives as they continue to pursue their gifts and passions. And may they be blessed in the walk with Jesus. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Good afternoon, Scott and Bard's prayer warriors. I want to thank all that have continued to include Olivia in their prayers This is a praise report and hallelujah to God of creation. Olivia is off all pressure breathing and is breathing on her own. Her kidneys have been restored and she is urinating on her own. Today, Wednesday, 8-2, Olivia smiled at her mother and her eyes are open and are tracking and seeing her mom. This journey has brought Rose, her mother, to the mercy of her Lord Jesus Christ, For a woman who said once that Jesus isn't her Savior has changed that now. 
Father has filled my spirit with this bright scripture for Rose and to meditate on during the times of anxiety. During her meditation, Rose said that she saw Jesus holding Olivia in her in his arms, and her, in fact. The goodness of God is the true miracles of this day to those who knock and keep pursuing and believe that our great physician is the healer. So much for the medical doctors and their doom. Father has brought people into Rose's life and their gifts and talents, utilizing God's natural creation for Olivia's bodily healing. Olivia's body is expelling the enemy. Praise Jesus. I am so grateful for the prayers lifted up by this mighty family in Christ. Thank you, Scott, for the dedicated time to Father and to your family in Christ. Much love and gratitude, Renee of Faith. Grace, peace, blessings to all. Our Lord Jesus Christ, amen. Father, we are so deeply humbled by the testimonies of restoration, healing, and miracles. And Father, we we say those words not with hesitation, but with glory in our heart. Praise be to you, Father. As we look upon this world and realize how small we are, and yet how great you've made us. Praise be to you, Father, for all the miracles that are part of walking in you. To be part of the living God. To be part of the God of miracles. Praise be to you to a world, Father, that is so amazingly perfect that sadly, with all this time that we live, we fail to see the perfection, yet are reminded in the testimonies of this, that through all all things are possible through you. So, Father, we pray a, a, a greater prayer that testimonies like this can settle into people's hearts to remove the doubt, to remove the hesitation, to understand that through you all things are possible. No obstacle is gr- too great for us to overcome. No weapon forged against us shall succeed. And Father, we know that as we walk truly as the children of the Most High, we humble ourselves knowing, truly, Father, truly, Father, you are raising us up. You are guiding us. The challenges are part of this walk, and we embrace those challenges with a loving heart. And that we pursue the depth of a forgiving heart to be able to turn to you for the guidance, the justice, the healing, the miracles it is all is needed in this world. Bless us in this hour, Father, as we continue to seek that which you put before us, to fill us truly with the words and wisdom that is needed. Bless this family. Bless Olivia. Bless Rose. Bless all of this story that Renee shared with us. And may this be a reminder as this family continues to be in the blessings of joy and healing. And may Olivia continue her miraculous healing. May she and this story continue to be testimonies for other of the power of the living God and the beauty in humbling ourselves before you in the throne. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. This is a praise report for my sister Susan with the leaky spine. With the new scanning machine, they are all still learning how to use. The Rochester Mayo was able to be able to patch the leaks and she saw immediate results. While she is no longer on low pressure, which is truly difficult existence, she is in high pressure. They can control high pressure to a degree with medication, but I'm going to ask for prayer to heal the high pressure and restore her to normal. I'm, 
I've seen text exchanges between my sister and a nurse at the Mayo. While the medical system is severely compromised in many ways, I saw a team of nurses and doctors who are incredibly dedicated to and care about their patients. They are working hard to improve the lives of leakers, and I'm grateful that she is in the care. Keith Klukstall. Well, Father, this is a beautiful, yet again, a beautiful testimony of the power of prayer and healing and the balance in which it can create when the hearts of the medical people seek truly to do what is truly right in healing. So, Father, we pray a blessing over Mayo, Rochester Mayo, and this team. We pray that the blessing of Jesus will settle upon their hearts and that this team will not just seek to do what's right, but fill their hearts with the love of the Holy Spirit. So profound as they witness this experience of healing with Susan, that they can now be touched and realize that what they are doing can be so much greater, even further, if they'll just walk with you. Father, we're blessed to have a team that's open to the healing. And again, let the power of the Holy Spirit flow upon them and bless them even greater. And Father, we pray for Susan in her miraculous healing, who is now in high pressure. But now, Jesus, we just ask that you place your hands upon her. And may this team be transformed through what comes next. May this team be transformed through a miracle of healing that they can't even conceive. A miracle of healing that Susan's spine is now healed. We place our hands upon her. Jesus, we ask that you place your hands upon her and the blood flow down her spine. And we declare healing over Susan, complete and total healing, profound healing over Susan. And now Susan's spine is restored. And as she steps back in and the medical team reviews, let the medical team be brought to their knees in awe questioning how this is possible so quickly, but knowing in their heart that it happened not just by their work, but amplified by the glory and power of the Holy Spirit. May we bridge the gap of distrust and build trust within. And now may the Holy Spirit be the most powerful binding agent of all to heal both and restore one into the glory of kingdom. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Dear Scott and all BDAD prayer warriors, thank you so much for your healing prayers for Roger last week after he was run over by a fishing boat in Tobago. Most of Roger's injuries are in the pelvic area, lacerations, internal and external soft tissue injuries, and a broken pelvis. But I am delighted to be able to report that healing has started and the swelling is subsiding. The remaining worry is the extent of any long-term damage to his waterworks, but he's desperate to get out of the hospital and home to Illinois. So praise Jesus. Roger is now feeling much more, very much alive, much to the relief of his teenage son, his wife, Brenda, and her son, and her, my friend, his sister, Jill. Update. Just heard the hospital flight to Illinois is now arranged for early Saturday morning. Praise Jesus. What a miracle considering the situation last week. Blessings to you all. Janet, which is JCUK in, in chat. Father, thank you. Again, we are so deeply humbled. We are just reminded in these testimonies of the power of, our, of prayer and what you provide through us as we pray. Where two or more are gathered, the reminder that all things are possible through prayer, that you will provide all. Let us be humbled. 
Let us all feel that power settle in upon us to know that in the most difficult calamities like this, that you will be there if we ask and seek you. Jesus, you've walked this one. You've walked this one in our request, and we have truly seen the miracles of healing in this. What a glorious, glorious update. And so we pray for a continued rapid and perfect healing of Roger. Yes, there's some challenges, but may that be restorative in a way that doctors can't even understand. And may it truly be another testimony into the power and glory of the Holy Spirit. And may that settle into Roger's heart, no matter where he is. Let this moment be transformative in his life to understand that the true source of this healing came through the power of the Holy Spirit and prayers and the, and the power of the living God, the God of miracles. Jesus, we just ask that you'll continue to be present with Roger, comforting him and his family, but to show your face, to allow him to witness you in a profound way. And in so doing, continue this healing to a restorative way that amazes everybody and gives the world yet another testimony into the power of miracle healing. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. And Father, one other prayer subject to this. We just pray for the continued protection and healing or and, and protection and, and lifting up of JCUK. Jesus was a beautiful request for prayer. And as we have prayed across oceans, We've brought two worlds together once again. We have proven again that the oceans are only an, Im an imaginary boundary to the limit of prayer. So we thank JCUK for reaching out, and we thank you, Father, for allowing us all to pray as a global humanity for a common good of one. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Please pray for my, God's, my goddaughters. Please pray for God's daughter. Excuse me. Please pray for God's daughter, my sister, Carolyn. She is asking for prayer about taking a new antidepressant the doctor is just prescribed. She doesn't feel well after taking it for three days. She has been on and off antidepressants for, any, for many years now. I pray she can get totally off all pharmaceuticals. She is also addicted to pain pills. She needs a miracle. My husband and I pray for her every night, and we have been... And we have seen how prayers are powerful, and we are so grateful, Pamela Croson. Well, Bards Nation, it sounds like we got to call in the special operations team of prayer warriors here to solve this problem, and we'll get this one done. Pamela, buckle up. We're going to help your sister. Father God, we know that addictions, depression, and addictions are a result of demons and pharmacia. And we know that, unfortunately, the drugs that doctors administer create a gateway for demons to enter. So, Father, we pray boldly for a hedge of protection around Carolyn. And we rebuke any of the influences that demons have and sever the chains that now are, are binding her. Father, we pray right now that this moment the Holy Spirit will flood in and fill around her and swell her, fill her household and overwhelm her heart. And Jesus, we ask that you be part of this with us, to step in, to place your hands upon her as we pray upon her and declare miracle healing, that the, uh, the draws, the addictions of the drugs will be drawn out of her veins, drawn out of her brain, drawn out of her body, her body completely cleansed. And with this, a backfill of the Holy Spirit that will work through her, but somewhere within there's an injury. And this is a spiritual injury. This is what the enemy has been attacking. We rebuke any depression and we rebuke any desire to seek another drug 
and we sever the influential words of the doctors of pharmakia. But rather now, Jesus, we just pray on and pray into her the desire to seek something natural and to seek all things spiritual. There's a wound that's within Carolyn. So Jesus, you know what that wound is. And we declare healing over that wound. The blood of your blood to be like the salve that goes in and massages that wound. Whatever that wound is, it's emotional, it's deep, it's spiritual. It's what's been causing all of this. It could have been a child, a childhood trauma or a child, something very dark. And so right there, that healing, we wrap the blood of Christ around that wound. And we rebuke the demons and sever their ties. And we fill Carolyn with the power of the Holy Spirit. And as this fills her, there's a compelling need to seek the truth, to seek your face, to speak your name. And as this continues to swell upon her, the demons are forever rebuked. Jesus, we just ask that you hold this child of yours, this sister of, of heaven, to nurture her, to help her back, to get her back on her feet, to free her from the chains of pharmakia. And may the prayers of Pamela and her husband and the prayers of Bard Nation wrap around her to create this mighty force of love and hedge of protection with the blood of Christ around the barrier. And demons, again, you are rebuked and have no more dominion here, for this is now a kingdom authority. And this child is returned to the, to the authorities of kingdom itself. And any demons that dare approach this now, you are forever bound to speak the words, Jesus is Lord. And Jesus, we hand over to you any of those demons to be dealt with at your will. And may the salve of that love coat her and, and fill her heart. And may she be freed from this day forward. In Christ Jesus' name we declare, amen. Praise update on Sophia. God is so good. She was discharged from the hospital with more anger management tools, but God is making all things new in this precious life. Praise. The adoptive family will not give up on her. Praise. She is interested in making fabric backpacks for children who will be at Operation Vineyard. Thank you, Scott. And Thank you, Scott and Bars Nation, for the amazing power of prayer for deliverance on Bended Knee episode 2420, if anyone missed it. Continue to pray for Sophia Mary. To rescue, to heal, to restore. Father, the words that you have given for us to live by in the commission of Operation Vineyard. And little did we realize the reach and the power of the vision that that would do to inspire healing within others and to open the door to reaching out and healing those that are broken. Father, this path, as we seek the direction in which you guide us, continues to open doors we never saw coming. And so here we have testimony for Sophia, someone who has now found hope and inspiration in the beginnings of something great. Operation Vineyard, to heal children, to give them something that comes from her, comes from within. Father, bless Sophia. May the glory of heaven flow down upon her. May the healing of, the, of this moment continue to swell within her. And may all that she was feeling in anxiety or anger or anything that's wounded within her be healed. May the Holy Spirit cleanse her and may the blood of Christ envelop her. And Jesus... This is such a beautiful testimony to one that seeks to help the little ones, 
So Jesus, we just ask that you'll be present and make yourself known to put your hands upon Sophia, to show her your face, and to let that overwhelming presence and love fill her to such a profound level that she will just feel the weight of the past lift off and the inspiration to build and make with the hands of creation you've given her to do great things far beyond her imagination. And so, Father, we close this prayer as well with a blessing and thanks and praise for the whole vision of Operation Vineyard as we continue to move forward together to make this into something greater than anyone can imagine. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Good evening, Bart's family. Back in May, I asked prayer regarding my property and my brother and his wife. In June, the Lord's message was that he wanted my brother and his evil out of my life and to continue to prepare the property to sell and wait for direction, which I've been doing. When Operation Vineyard was established, it reawakened an old dream of mine to establish a home for girls rescued out of trafficking and forced sex work. I have, I have had students in the past who have been involved in this. In light of that, I am moving forward with attempts to get my brother and his wife to move so that it's not the Lord's so if it's not the Lord's will, that house will be available. Today, they were formally served with a document outlining the requirements that they would have to meet to stay on the Lord's property, requirements which I am hoping will force them out. I am dealing with a violent pornography and alcohol addicted narcissistic and his violence is always just barely under the surface. Please pray that the Lord will keep me strong and fierce, that my cat and all the property would be safe and that they would be would just leave. However, the Lord wishes to accomplish that, that I would finally be free of them in my life and be able to go forward in the direction that the Lord would have me go. Thanks, guys. God bless. Julie Ross. Well, Julie, I have a word for you. And it's not what I think you're expecting. I understand the frustration of all the what you just did. Violent, pornography, and alcoholic-addicted narcissist. This is a person that needs to be saved and delivered. So, Julie, today, I don't know God's will. We don't know God's will. But we do know this, that God does not leave anyone behind unless they choose to stay behind. So our prayers today are one to honor what you have done to meet to establish standards and guidelines which they must meet on God's land. That is beautiful. Well done. But we're not praying to have them evicted. That's God's process. We are praying for deliverance. Father God, this is one of these very much in need moments of deliverance of a brother that has and his wife who have fallen victim to the darkest of desires and pleasures violence, pornography, alcohol addicted, and narcissistic. This is the work of the devil. This is a work of a possessive demonic force that has seized control, and now they reside on your land. Father God, be it your will. If they are choose to be cast out, then allow them to be cast out and be cast out immediately. But Father, our heart is telling us today that this prayer must be one of deliverance. So, Father, as we pray into this, we pray for a powerful shaking in the lives of Julie Ross's brother and his her brother's wife, that this now is literally in the vernacular a coming of Jesus moment. 
So Jesus, we ask that you will present yourself before them in a profound and shaking presence, that they are now occupiers of a space declared and given to kingdom. This is holy ground. And that there is no place for pornography, violence, or narcissism within this space. But Jesus, in this moment, we also pray for a powerful intervention, an intercession prayer that breaks the bonds of evil. And as we place a hedge of protection around this property, evil, you have no place to be here anymore. All bonds and ties to anything inside is now severed and you are cast out. And we now pray for an army of war angels to step in within the property and to begin their march from one end to the other to cleanse out any of the demonic that is there, to break the bonds, to cast them out, and to hold and to strip away the influence of any demonic place. This stronghold that Satan thought he had on this property in this small house, this second home, is no more. And we place a hedge of protection around that house specifically to sever and reinforce the power of kingdom to sever the forces of evil and reinforce the power of kingdom. And now we pray for the flowing down of the Holy Spirit from heaven to earth. And may it fill that household and overwhelm that which is within and holding on to the brother and his wife. Father, we pray for the breaking of the chains of addiction, both of pornography and both of alcoholism. And let this be known that the brother, you can reach out to me and I will pray with you to break those addictions. You can do that if you so choose. That door is now open. Our idea here is not to punish, but to give you a choice, a choice of whom you shall serve. And in this hour, this is a critical hour because you are walking onto a path that will lead you to a destiny of the lake of fire. And our hearts are begging for you to, be, to hear that powerful voice of heaven. And so, Jesus, again, we pray that your presence will be so profound that the touch of your presence will desire and push someone to seek out help and to break these chains of addiction, to transform their lives as the demons are now cast out and broken and that they are left literally empty and looking at the world, wondering what they had become. But let the Holy Spirit fill that to know that they are part of love. They are part of restoration. They are part of healing. Jesus, we speak these words rescue, heal, restore, and let this example here of rescuing, healing, and restoring the brother and this, the wife be an example of what this property is to become as it does the same for children. May that blessing flow now heavily upon this land. May this blessing flow heavily upon this family, and may unity and restoration be the symbol of what represents this property and kingdom. In Christ Jesus' name we declare. I am requesting a prayer request for myself. My name is John S., and I have just had a, to come to Jesus moment with myself. I just had my whole attitude changed over a misshaped pizza crust. My wife and daughter thought I was one of them, was one of them that caused me to go weird. I just asked Father God and his son Jesus to help me and save me. I felt an immediate calming effect. My teary eyes dried and my composure came back. My request is that I continue to seek God's path for help and family and that I'm not being played again by the devil. Thank you. Shaker Storm. Shaker Storm, the devil does not play acting like Jesus. If you have had a moment that has touched you with tears, you have been touched by the Holy Spirit. And however that happened for you, 
whether it is a misshaped pizza crust or a vision before Jesus or just a moment of revelation. God works in mysterious ways. The burden right now rests upon you, for you to have a heart for Jesus and not to doubt. And therefore, Father, we pray at this moment in time that what has ever touched the heart of Shaker Storm, that the Holy Spirit will fill him and that the doubts and fears and anxieties and hesitations will be purged from him. That whatever this is that, this, that he's had in the experience, let him be confirmed and let his life have a confirmation. And so, Jesus, we pray for your true presence to be there before him, to show your face and to let him witness the power of the Son of God, our Lord and Savior, to let him witness the true mightiness of who you are, to leave no doubt in his mind of whom he serves. And in this moment, let this be a shaking, a shaking that will be so transformative that, that any sort of hesitation or doubt that he had is gone, that there will be no more question of if you'll continue to seek Jesus, that your heart must be put like a laser upon him, eyes never leaving. And again, that's part of your choice. So Shaker Storm, understand that prayers can help reinforce, but you must make the choice of whom you serve. And so we pray that you will make the right choice. And our prayers reinforce your position and help build the strength of the foundation and the rock of faith on which you stand. But it's now your choice to step forward and to make the right choice. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Well, Patriots, that concludes today's Prayer Saturday. I don't know. Personally, I like this Prayer Saturday. It's a pretty nice way to start the day. That's all I know. I mean, I almost want to call it Coffee and Jesus. And we might change it. Maybe I'll change it to that Coffee and Jesus. That'd be pretty good. All right, Patriots, so let's do a closing prayer here. Oh, by the way, remember, tomorrow, Cloud Hub, 2 p.m. Eastern. I'm sorry, 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern is going to be Jaron Jackson tomorrow on CloudHub, on Common Law. It is so important that we get this under us and start learning this well. Father God, as we sit here today, we are so deeply humbled and once again reminded through testimony of the power of prayer and the power of truly what you provide for us in this world. Father, for any sins that we conduct, spoken, unspoken, known, or unknown, forgive us. For we place ourselves before the throne and ask for repentance for those sins as we cleanse ourselves and stand again mightily within the walking kingdom. Father, let us seek always to love first. May our hearts always seek to heal first. And may we remember the key words to restore, to rescue, to heal, and to restore to rescue, to heal, and to restore, because each of us walks that path in one form or another every day. And so, Father, let this journey as we continue to do each week to pray and to bring about healing and the miracles of the living God, let this also be the continued cleansing and healing of ourselves to become greater in kingdom, to not seek for me, but to seek for others, to love thy neighbor, to build the foundation of a fabric of love that is so mighty that it cannot be shaken. Let us walk with a forgiving heart. And for those that cannot forgive, let us pray into them to have that, that vengeful heart or unforgiving heart broken. And may we walk with the strength of kingdom to understand that we are mighty children in God, not meek or weak before the evil, 
but rather we stand boldly in our prayer and committed to our path and committed to the true sense that this world will reshape itself as we pray in and unite together in the power of love. For love is mightier than any sort of steel. And let us understand the depth of that. That doesn't mean skinny jeans and weakness. It means boldness and ferocity in the warrior heart. So, Father, we pray for the waking up of the warrior hearts and that each week as we continue to see even the depth of our prayers, we know now that we have the power to transform the evil that is there into good. So as we begin today, let this prayer again be reminded that all things that evil are doing, let it be transformed to good. Let the pollutants in the air be transformed to the nutrients of goodness in the soil. May the poison in the water be transformed into something that creates a living water within us. May the medicines they give have no effect, but rather do the opposite and restore the body, not destroy. May the lynch hold of pharmacia be broken. May this cult of hospitals be broken. And may the true seeking of healing and salvation be sought by each heart as a deeper awakening comes within us to realize it is only through Christ to you, Father, that the true healing and salvation begins. And most of all, Father, we pray today for a humbling of this nation, a nation that must repent, to come to its knees, to humble itself before you. And so we pray for a humbled and repentant nation. Thank you, Father, for all you provide. Thank you for the blessings. And may you continue to bless each and every one through this next week to keep us safe, to encourage us more mightily in the Holy Spirit, to raise up the power of prayer, and to continue to build and network this powerful body in Christ. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. All right, patriots, that was a pretty good Saturday. I'll give you that. Lots of amazing testimonies, lots of amazing things. So keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil, never relent, always press into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God always wins. But we are here in this time and this place for just such a time as this. We are at war, so walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Subdue the enemy. Mission forward. Patriots, as I'm closing here, we have one more prayer to do. So please join me because it just struck me. And it was for, it's for Mark Bashaw and his family. And he was the whistleblower that came on the show last night. So please hear me. Father God, we just want to thank you for the warriors that are stepping forward to speak truth to power. And in particular, we pray for Mark Bashaw and his family as they are now in a physical transition to another location in the country. We pray for the blessings to continue to protect his family. We pray for the strength of Christ to continue to fill their hearts. And we pray, pray for the blessings of heaven, the resources to fall down upon him, to give their family a new start and reset into this walk now with kingdom, broken and breaking away from the bondages of the dark system to give him now a place in the voice in this world that will be so profound that it will help once again move the many to Christ and awaken them from the slumber of this dark Lord's Babylonian system. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. All right, patriots, there we go. So again, tomorrow is um, Jaron Jackson's event at 2 p.m., Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern on CloudHub. Head on over, get into CloudHub account if you don't have one. Go to events. You'll see events. There's a banner up there too somewhere in CloudHub. And it's um, it's Bards FM with Jaron Jackson on Common Law. 
when you click on it tomorrow, it'll take you right to the event. Right now, I think it just takes you to the Bards page. But anyway, all right, Patriots, keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God always wins. But we are here in this time and this place for just such a time as this. We are at war. So walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Subdue the enemy. Mission forward. Patriots, I will see you tomorrow, I guess. Probably. Until then or until the next time. God bless and out for now. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable, that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made, therefore they can be solved by man, and man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable, and we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs, and hardships, as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer, to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who moved forward and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion, which we bring to this endeavor, will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, 
to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples. It has no rules but one. To win at any cost. But we will never bow. For we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. We push. We climb. We never give in. We become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray. We stand. We live by the words, in God we trust. We fear nothing. We are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath.